man, what a week. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. I am one of your hosts, Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid, here live in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Welcome, guys. Thank you for listening. I have uh, the lovely Sheena Phelps in Virginia. What's going on, Sheena? Same old, same old, you know, sitting over here, quarantine and chill. Um, I finally got a, a delivery of Miller Lite, so I'm back Woo-hoo. sipping on the the, the official uh, drink of the Chick-fil-A show. So feels good. Feels good to be back. Well, you, you got a couple high noons coming your way in the mail from, from your boy, so that, look forward to that. Whoop, whoop. Marco, what's up with you, dude? Uh, nothing much. Just, uh, just waiting for those uh, high noons to hit uh, stateside and... Uh, yeah, can't wait to sip on those, especially the uh, the peach. Can't wait to try that out. Been waiting to try a new uh, a new flavor, so they they answered the call. Yeah, man, they're pretty good. I had I went to a store today and a guy t- I brought him around to taste people, and the guy was like, took a sip and he was like, "Okay, give me twenty five cases." I was like, "What?" I wanted to, like I almost like said something back to him like, "What? Are you sure?" But I was like, "Okay." Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you don't want to do in sales. Don't ever ask them. if they give you a big number. Just okay, cool. Just go with it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we have a big show, guys. We have a bunch of news about the podcast, about the uh, the Facebook group, uh, about some new additions to the team. We have to uh, preview Money in the Bank on Sunday, a new pay-per-view from the WWE coming up, and uh, get through Raw and SmackDown. We got some, some figure news. We got some questions from the audience. We got some giveaways, all kinds of good stuff. So uh, uh, let's start at the top of the list where you guys can hit us up and where you can uh, interact with us. We'd love to talk to you guys. On Twitter, we are at Chick Foley Show. I run that mostly, and Sheena is on Instagram at Chick Foley. Uh, hit us up whenever you want to. If you want to uh, support us, you can do that by hitting up our Pro Wrestling Tees shop. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash Chick Foley. Uh, we have a bunch of new designs on there, so check that out. And um, the website is chickfoleyshow.com, guys. Um, that's how you can get to our Patreon page. Starts at a dollar per month. Uh, we have a bunch of cool new stuff coming onto the website. Uh, I just made a little post on the uh, the old Twitter. A couple new additions to the team, and this is this is hot off the presses. Okay, uh, so our Patreon starts at a dollar per month. You get access to our Facebook group uh, to buy, sell, and trade figures. Uh, myself, Marco, and uh, one of our Patreon subscribers, Shane, are now writing articles. We're each going to do uh, the the plan is for one a week, so we get three new articles a week. Um, we have giveaways, we do unboxing videos, fig hunting videos, but the new news is uh, the Mad Reaper, the best custom fig maker in the game, Sheena. You've bought figures. Oh, I know. You bought figures. Oh, from I know. Him. Yeah, I know my man, the Reaper. Yep. He is joining the team. He is going to be posting a weekly video of kind of behind the scenes how he makes these customs. I'm fascinated by it because uh, it takes super talent to do what he does. Uh, so that'll be cool to see uh, a live video from him. We can interact with him and ask him questions. And uh, our buddy Kingdom Figure on Twitter and he's Figure Kingdom on Instagram. I'm going to ask him about how he did the flipperoo on that. But uh, he is the best figure photographer in the game. Uh, his pictures are awesome, uh, super detailed. And he's going to, every Friday, he's going to post a video of kind of how he sets things up, a little behind the scenes action there. So, two of the things any figure collector loves fig photography and custom figures we get you covered in addition to all the other cool stuff we're doing sheena we uh, uh we're adding a bunch of cool stuff for people i'm excited 
Yeah, I'm really pumped about this uh, this Mad Reaper and Figure Kingdom collaboration. Just because, simply, like I, I'm so into this kind of stuff. Like it is way above my pay grade. Like I like when it comes to figure photography and any sort of customizations. I mean, I've like dabbled in like the the low like rookie 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 tier. But like these guys are like the kings of the mountain, <laughs> and it's like so cool. I'm so I'm so stoked myself to just see what their process is. It what their process is because if you go look at Figure Kingdom, I mean, I'm like. How the hell did he get some of these shots? Like, I need to know, like, what kind of, like, voodoo magic he is doing behind the scenes to, like, make this stuff happen. So, I'm, I'm super stoked. Oh, he's got, like, the smoke going on and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He, he oh, does perfect lighting. I yeah. mean, his figures are, like, flying through the air. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, some sort of editing techniques and, you know, fishing line that we're, that we're not seeing. But at the same, I mean, everything looks so smooth and so seamless. And, uh, yeah, pretty freaking mage, dude. And Marco, we got five new Patreon subscribers this week. We have Ken Nutter, Will Weber, Dylan Hartman, Dan Romero, and Nick Orth. Uh, all five easy names to pronounce. Love you guys for that. And, um, you know, we continue to grow. When we hit 150, I have a big box of stuff that we're going to give away to one of our lucky uh, subscribers. But that's not all, Marco. This weekend, tell them what's going on. Oh, no. So this weekend, uh, we actually have a... Uh, nice little um a uh, a yard sale happening uh so yeah so on the facebook group we're uh we'll open it up to our our members to unload their their figure collection and whatever they want to sell will be there to go we have a special section of our facebook group we'll they'll be able to post uh what they have and it'll be a, a grand old time uh these are things that we do in the uh in the facebook group uh there's a lot of stuff that everyone's looking for and there's, I mean, there's enough people in our group where, that I think everyone will find what they need, essentially. So, yeah, it's, it's really huge. Can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. One of our subscribers says he has 215 loose elites that he might consider selling. Uh, we have a bunch of people. So people, you know, been home quarantined, Sheena, cleaning out their collections, getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I got some stuff to sell and hopefully maybe buy some stuff, which will probably even out. And then real quick, the following week, we have our buddy Hastel Toy from Instagram. He's going to be doing a live sale video in our Facebook group for everyone uh, live from his store, which has been shut down during quarantine. So uh, give him a chance to sell some stuff, uh, you know, make some money for us to get some figures from him. Uh, it's kind of a win-win. So I'm excited about that. You can follow him on Instagram, H-A-S-T-T-E-L Toy great follow i've bought a bunch of hasbro figures from him so bottom line a bunch of cool stuff check it out chickfoleyshow.com for all the info uh we appreciate all the support that you guys give us there so uh let's get into our uh, um inside the squared circle well, yeah that's all we have to cover right yeah oh no we have a new we have a new sponsor sheena we have a new sponsor we need to get to that because oh, um, yeah. I've never bought something, you know, full disclosure, I've never bought anything from this website. But Oh, my uh, God. I know. I know. Phil, I blasphemy. Know. I know. Blasphemy. I'm in this group chat with you, you two, knuckleheads, yeah. and, uh, and our buddy Mike, <laughs> Lanham, and Mike Lanham and Zach, uh, Zach Egoff. And um, all of you guys uh, have uh, patronized this website. And I almost got to the point where I'm, I was so annoyed. I just shot a DM, I, I slipped into the DMs of their website and said, Hey, we 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 got to do something here because my people won't won't leave me alone. So uh, yeah, they, they Tom, were... Tom Sliney is another huge huge. Oh, yeah, uh, Tom you know. Sliney. Yep. So yeah, we got we got a bunch of people that roll deep in the Foley fam for for this brand. So I'm super excited to announce this. Go ahead, do take it away. 
Oh, well, so we have partnered with Homage to give you guys a promo code so that you can shop till you drop uh, with your, you know, with your stimulus checks. If you got anything left, uh, you know, after you buy food, pay your bills, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, we give 20% off with code chick. You can just use it on their website. Super stoked to partner with them. Uh, they were They were happy to, you know help us out and uh, I'm, I'm stoked because I know a few of our members have been like hey you guys got a you got a guy that's got a homage code because we, we need to start shopping uh, not only do they have you know I thought it was just a wrestling website but they have sports oh, no. sports Everything. shirts uh, they're big you know I'm a big fan of Ohio I've always said that I love Ohio I'm a huge Ohio fan uh, <laughs> and, you know going way back in the day um, but yeah. Uh, yeah every all the teams locally uh, a bunch of pop culture t-shirts between Nickelodeon Grateful Dead Budweiser uh, a lot of funny t-shirts, a lot of uh, the new masks that they're making now look like the most comfortable masks I've ever seen. Um, yeah. So I actually... Their shirts feel like butter, dude. Like, it's like, it's like insane. Like, it like it just oh, yeah. hugs your body in just the right way. It's... Oh, the, the, oh I, I can't wait for you to, like, put on your first... I think you should do, like, a live... Um, a live video on the Facebook group whenever you put on this, you know, a mod shirt for the first time. Oh, I will. I mean, I'll I do it. Will. I'll do it with the one I have. Yeah. Right now. I have <laughs> the, uh, I actually, yeah, I bought the, um, the, I'm, it's not on the site anymore. I'm so, I'm so happy. It's like a exclusive. It's a, uh, ultimate maniacs. Uh, oh, yeah. Logo shirt. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I got my son one as well. So he, so we have, we're the ultimate maniacs. I actually have a photo that I, I want to post, but yeah, that, that shirt is it's butter. It's butter smooth. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy some tonight because they have kid sizes too, which are cool. So they, have, I mean, they have basically all your legend shirts. They have a Royal Rumble shirt, a WrestleMania shirt. So if you support our show, definitely check out Homage. Uh, they're at H O M A G E on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or homage, whatever you decide homage. to call it. Yeah, or you, know, you know, uh, yeah. homage. You know, yeah. just, it's, it's homage, all, it's homage, all like an homage. <laughs> Yes, homage. Uh, but uh, they're they're uh, you know they're not a huge company. They're a small business that are you know trying to survive during. Not that they're doing bad, but like you know everyone's kind of struggling at this point right now uh, with you know pe- p- things being shut down and all that kind of stuff. So we want to support them as much as we can. Uh, so use our code. Check out their shirts. Uh, I'm excited to get mine in the mail. We have some cool uh, some cool swag from them coming. So we'll have some giveaways from homage. So uh, I'm excited to partner with them. And see what all this the fuss is about because I'm hearing nothing but good things. Yeah. So Tom, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I messaged him like an hour ago and told him about it. He was like, "Holy shit!" So I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." So you're you're welcome. Um, inside the squared circle, this is brought to more of our friends uh, at Chalkline. Uh, you can use code Chick there as well. Uh, you're seeing a trend here uh, for code uh, code Chick for fifteen percent off. Let's start really quickly uh, with uh, SmackDown. Uh, Sheamus five star match as per usual, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was an instant classic against uh, a Gilbert. So, yeah. What do you think they're setting up for him? I mean, you got obviously you have McIntyre as the champ uh, over on Raw, um, and, and Braun on SmackDown. So, I mean, are they are they, are they setting up him as kind of like the uh, the Jinder Mahal of SmackDown to kind of be the next challenger for for Braun? No, I think he's just going to be greasing the mid card like he always does, you oh, know, keeping man. it nice and warm. Yeah. Why you got to do me like that, Sheena? <laughs> uh, he's no bulldog. I'll just say that. Okay. Our, our, our girl Car- Carmella is now in the Money in the Bank match. We saw that. Um, Forgotten Sons getting a, a victory over New Day, Marco. What's what's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. They're trying, I guess they're trying to 
pushed him as a uh, as a as a great uh, a faction to go after the New Day. Uh, they're down one member, so I'm, I'm not sure how that works out. I mean, it would be better if, if uh, Xavier Woods is back in the picture and they mm-hmm. could do that that six man yeah. uh, tag. But but yeah, no, I mean they were pretty awesome in NXT as well, and they're pretty they're pretty dominating there as well. So I mean, I don't see I don't see any harm in them defeating the New Day. Uh, the New Day will get back up on their feet and you know get back in action and defeat the Forgotten Sons at some point. But yeah, no, I like the Forgotten Sons. Um, they're a great six, uh, six, I almost said six man. They're a great three man uh, team. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not a big thing. It's not a big whoop. It's a loss. They'll get back on their feet at some point. Uh, I do like to see the, you know them, and then of course uh, the, the the new teams on Raw with Shane Thorne and his partner. You know we have a bunch of new tag teams now. Maybe yeah. they're, maybe they're finally deciding to uh, invest some time into the uh, the tag team division. You know. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, what do you think is the deal with said Ricochet? I mean, who did they <laughs> piss off? Like, like I feel like. I don't know, dude. Some, something's a something's a miss there. I mean, wasn't Ricochet supposed to be like the next big thing? And like, I mean, we're we're seeing. I think we're seeing like a downward spiral for him. No, I don't. I mean, it takes time. I mean, Shawn Michaels was like a, a mid Carter for like three WrestleManias in a row before he like, you know, got up on top. Like, I, I just I feel like we we want to rush things like. True. In our society yeah. now, like not to not to get any deeper than it needs to be, but like, you know, Peyton Manning didn't start his first year. He led the league in interceptions his second year. Like, you know, we forget about shit like that. Like, it just takes time for some people, like you know, to find their voice. And you know, not everybody's going to come in and and dominate. And there's some, you know, there's there's bigger names that they want to push, I guess, to begin with. But I think this mm-hmm. is a, this is a good way to start with them, you know, and have ter- one of them turn heel eventually and split them up, and then you can have an angle or something because. You know he's not going anywhere, but I I agree it's kind of a. I mean, where, where else would you put him? Like, is he just going to be a competitor for the the U.S. or the Intercontinental title? I mean, those those titles don't have any meaning. Our our buddy Shane true uh, wrote wrote an article on the website for us this week about the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title losing its luster, and somebody was like, "Oh, it's it's only been the last couple of years." No, like go go back like five or six years. Like, tell me anybody who's won the Intercontinental title that's like been like then pushed up to the main roster, you know, the main, like, I mean, event push, like really, really, it's just kind of a throwaway thing. So, um, yeah. Seth Rollins. Well, I mean, he, he was already there. Shit. Come on. <laughs> hey, hey, just, I, listen, you asked, you asked. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Roman were, yeah. Yeah. And then Braun held it for like 30 days, 30 days or something. So I guess he counts too. Cause then he went and won the title at WrestleMania, but you know, um, you know, th- back in the day, that was the title you won before, you know, we, we were seeing Rock and Austin battle for it yeah. before, you know, while, you know, Shawn Michaels and, and Bret Hart were in the main event and they kind of just took over eventually. So, yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. So when we have, we have two fly, we got Brendan, Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. This is a tag team that's destined for AEW. They just seem like, I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're good. They're good. You know, there's nothing wrong with them, but I just, I mean. You gotta, you gotta give me something. Like, you know, you can make fun of WWE for having like gimmicks and shit, but you give me two guys like this that are just like wrestlers. Like, every, yeah. everyone's a wrestler. Okay, so tell me, tell me what else. That's why the revival didn't make it. You know, we'll talk about them later in the show. Like, your, your gimmick can't just be like you're a good wrestler. Like, you know, there's a lot of good wrestlers. Okay, just give me something else. So, you know, they're, and they're brand new. They'll, they'll come up with something hopefully for them. So. But yeah, hopefully this means that the tag team division is getting a little more of a, a spotlight because it hasn't for a very, very long time. So, 
match. We, one can only hope. I feel like every time there's like a little bit of a bright spot in like tag team wrestling in WWE, it's uh, it's it just gets freaking demolished. You know, like it, it, you like get you go on the, you're on the roller coaster and you're going up the hill. It's like click 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 click, and then you just get like stuck there. You know, and you ne- you never you never <laughs> really true. start you never really start the ride. It's just like oh sorry folks, like we're gonna we're gonna you know get you off the ride now. Like yeah, it's just such a buzzkill. Uh, let's move on to Raw. We saw, luckily, AJ Styles not dead. Uh, those reports were uh, false. He is still alive, and uh, he won the gauntlet match, so now he's in the Money in the Bank, I guess, re- replacing our buddy Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was listening to another show uh, yesterday, I think. I think it was yesterday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But they were talking about how AJ should have just come back and been like, you know, I'm covered back in- from the dead, bitches. Yeah. Just covered in dirt. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it would have been so good. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so genius. I would have popped hard for that. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just just back to normal. No uh, no club with him anymore. No uh, OC. Yeah. That's, that's, a little, that's a little awkward, with- yeah. Uh, so we saw him come back, the VIP lounge with uh, Asuka, Nia, Jax, and Shayna. Uh, those three wrestled. Uh, they tried to wrestle last week, and then it just kind of broke into like a melee, and Nia Jax just assaulted everyone. We didn't really talk about Nia Jax last week for some reason, but uh, she, she's been the punching bag on uh, social media. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's getting real legit heat, and I, I think it, they're they're playing it up. I mean, she plays it up on Twitter really well. I mean, I think they're doing all this shit on purpose. I mean, is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think they're doing it on purpose, but it's still not a good look. Like, I, I would never, ever want my gimmick to be that I'm like an unsafe worker. You know what I mean? It's one thing if you're just like an ass kicker and a, you know, bruiser, but like to legitimately hurt people and that's like your gimmick. I just, I think that's like, I, I'm not, I don't like that at all. Especially like Nia Jax. I don't know. I don't know what it is about her, but I just... I don't know. Something well, about the, our rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the spe- I mean that's the way I felt about Jeff Jarrett back in the day. He just I hated his face. I wanted to punch his face. I mean, do we, do we know that she has hurt any? Do we know that she's hurt anyone? I mean, we know she punched Becky Lynch and made her bleed or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, is is Carrie saying actually hurt or was that just like I mean was that all like a, a were we just being worked basically? I mean, know? everything's a work until proven otherwise. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, as far as I know, she's legitimately she's legitimately hurt. You know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, she's 105 pounds, so soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, wrestling yeah. Nia Jax. <laughs> What'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> uh, Viking Raiders defeat the Street Profits. A lot of, a lot of upsets in uh, the world of tag team wrestling over the last week or so. I guess that's, you know, they're, so 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 we had the Viking Raiders like video where they're doing the carpool karaoke thing and, mm-hmm. then, and then they switched the next week to being like these these heel angry motherfuckers. Like, what, what was the point of that carpool thing? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like they're just grasping at straws to do anything. I mean, a lot of the WWE superstars did that carpool, um, like the carpool segments. Like, have you seen any of them online? Like, there was yeah. like one with, with like Roman and Seth, and yeah. um, like the Bellas and Daniel Bryan. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know why you would take people like the Viking Raiders, who are supposed to be just like badass Vikings, yeah. and put like have them eating turkey legs or whatever the hell they were eating in a car singing karaoke like that absolutely does nothing to like make their make their character any better you can do that on the network on the show but don't show that on raw when we're supposed to be like spending our disbelief like 
Yeah, we're already we're already suspending our disbelief more so than than we normally do simply because like there's no audience there. And I don't know how much we've touched on this, you know, like over the past couple of weeks, but it's been a really hard watch for me the last couple of weeks just kind of like getting into a battle rhythm like, oh fuck, I got to watch I got to watch Raw, I got to watch SmackDown because there is there's just something missing that is just so woven into the fabric of 100%. how we are so used to watching wrestling and it is there are some there are some parts of it that are like really awesome like you know sometimes the promos you're like oh my god like you can really like focus in on what the people are saying yeah. and you know and some people some people thrive in that environment you know we saw it with cena and bray wyatt like they, their promos with no people like it was excellent but there are other people that it's just like i mean it's it's changing the way that they have to perform you know yeah. i mean they are so used to coming out and playing off of the audience and just having that you know electricity in the air i mean the the audience is the the third member of the show you know what i mean like they're like a vital part yeah. of the show as much as sometimes we like hate them for like being like beach ball like throwing beach balls and doing the wave and stuff i mean yeah. you know <laughs> aside, aside from that i mean it's just i think it's just crucial and i don't know how long WWE can survive like this because it's it's just awkward for me to watch. I mean, and I think the ratings are really showing that as well. You know, yeah, I think it exposes a lot of people too. That's why you don't see a lot yes. of a lot of people on TV anymore. So like everyone, I hate to bring this back again and hate to use this person as an example. So Cesaro, we'll say for an example, mm -hmm. like oh he should be the champion. Oh he should have a title right now. There's a reason why he's not on TV right now. They yeah. need people that can perform like do dramatic like they can act like basically yeah. actors in the ring they can pull off a promo they can they can bring you in with their emotions and stuff like that he's not a person he can get in the ring and put on a damn good oh. match for you yeah but if you're gonna put him across from drew mcintyre is he gonna is he gonna pull at your heartstrings at all is he gonna is he gonna bring you is he is he gonna invest you in a match with him and drew mcintyre no because exactly. he doesn't have that ability to do so so like if you get if you notice they're putting certain people on TV that can actually do that, like a Charlotte Flair, like a Liv Morgan, um, where she can like really do like different types. She's like she has a like crazy kind of like character, so she can pretty much act like Anaya Jack, Shayna Baszler, Oscar. Like they all have like a certain character that can like play across on TV without an audience. And you're yeah. you're starting to not to see those like pure wrestlers on mm -hmm. TV because they they can't do that. They now you have to like really show all aspects of what professional wrestling is, which is being a wrestler first and foremost, but also having that that character to be able to speak. And a lot of those being, guys yeah. in that wrestler and girls can't do that. And it being, shows. Being a, being a performer, yeah. you, you got to have more than a five-star match now. Because, you know, there's so much silence in the air that, like, you have to be able to, in those transitions between moves, you have to be able to bring... You there, Sheena? Oh, we might have lost you. Sheena, you there? Uh, Marco, are you there? All right. Audio issues are fixed. We're back live here. We were kind of talking about how in the empty arena, there's certain superstars that are standing out that uh, can kind of fill the uh, the void between the silence and the, those that can't. A couple that come to mind, Asuka's really good at it, just like blabbering in, in her native tongue, whatever she's saying. And then... Uh, Last Japanese. Night, uh, Japanese. Okay. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh I don't want to make any assumptions. I don't want to make any assumptions. Um, and then Char Charlotte was really good. She's she she's the <laughs> ultimate 
Charlotte's the ultimate shit talker while she's like, you know, mm-hmm. while someone's on the mat, she's kind of doing her doing her her thing. So, what were you guys thinking? Like, who who has stood out to you as someone who's kind of been good, uh, Raw or SmackDown or AEW, whatever? As far as what, like, has used this time to like, um, you know, fill the time well and and be like. We talked about how it's like just awkward when some people are in the ring and, and just kind of like oh there's, there's just I mean moments of dead air. Yeah, I mean obviously, um, I think Seth Rollins has done a really a really great job. His feud with Kevin Owens was really good. I mean, I feel like I feel like both of those guys um, really work well together and have have the ability to bring the audience in, um, even though there's no like live live audience there in the in the arena. So they're really good. Oscar. Uh, I mean, speaking of her, speaking of her Japanese, I can't get with it. I can't get with it. It's just, it's getting too much where she just yells all the time and it's annoying. I need some subtitles because all I hear is her going, you know, you know, Japanese, 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 Kyrie, Kyrie, you know, and then I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> you know, like it's just, it can't, I, can't I, I cannot buy into it because I don't know what the hell you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, like, that's I why you. I just need her to. Um, do something else. She's an amazing talent, an amazing wrestler. But again, like she's got to, she's got to do something other than you know nobody's ready for Oscar, and then just like you know screaming. Marco, what uh, what were your thoughts? You had some people yeah, in mind know, that. Yeah, you know you have like the like the like the three prophets. They're really they can present themselves on TV as well. Like they're they're characters of themselves. So like they come across. They don't necessarily need an audience. Uh, they just need the TV audience, and uh, they can play to the camera if they need to. Um, and so, like a Drew McIntyre, he's really good at speaking. He has a presence about himself where you like when you you listen to him speak, you like hang on to every word that he says. And I think that's what like you'll see. Like, that's why you see him on TV, and like certain certain people you don't see on TV, uh, is the ability to speak and be able to like like hold the hold the attention of the TV audience as opposed to the to the live audience at home. Um, as Sheena brought up Seth Rollins, he I, I noticed he's been like digging deep into his acting, mm-hmm. <laughs> his acting bag, as I yeah. like to say, and like you can tell, like he's really like focused more with the how he like says his words and how he like presents his sentences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see he like draws out his like words a little bit longer, like he's not rushing anything or anything like that. So like, and you can see that like they're almost acting in a scene, like when they're when they're together in the ring, like that. That um, just to, like to call it back, that like that the contract signing that they had was like that was like yeah that was, that was almost like a scene from a movie. Like they're sitting yeah, it was really other. good. It was like they they weren't expecting the crowd to like expect them to like fight and stuff like that. They could just sit there and like have a conversation without like waiting to like you know get to the action as as they like to say. You know, even this even this on on Raw, like just being able to hear what they say in the ring when they're like like you don't have like an audience like drowning them out like even them being able to say like things to each other and stuff like that and like you know they're whispering stuff to each other or they're they're calling each other out and stuff like that is it's it's i i actually like i know a lot of people don't like the no audience stuff but i actually like it i'm a i'm a movie slash tv guy so like i'm all for this i mean if they do it a lot i'm I'm good with it but like like i say you don't see a lot of certain people on tv and stuff like that i can actually do it you already mentioned charlotte uh naya's good at it uh, Shayna, she has that like character, that like yeah, cold, yeah. like calculating killer, like mm-hmm. type of person. So, 
Yeah, like I said, a select few can. Seems can, uh, seems to be more of a heel, a heel yeah, like working the heels can, favor, right? You like you know, because yeah, for that. yeah, you're just yelling Maybe at stuff. Maybe slow, methodical. Mm-hmm. I do like calculated. Perfect. I do like that AEW has had those like you know ten or so people around ringside every single yeah, week. Yeah, makes a difference. That, that definitely makes adds to it. You know, they're they're separated. They're not you know in contact. I'm sure they're they're giving tests to all those folks, their employees. So uh, I'm sure WWE didn't want to like completely copy off what they were doing, but uh, it definitely adds a lot to the product. Which you want, you know, you and you just get guys that can yell and react to moves and stuff and. Uh, you're halfway there. So uh, we didn't talk about Roll- the Rollins and the uh, McIntyre uh, contract signing. It didn't really feel like a go-home episode of Raw before a pay-per-view. And I know we're dealing with a f- pandemic right now, but uh, this didn't just didn't seem like there was like a big event that they're building toward. Right, Sheena? Like, am I wrong? Oh, well, this the, the contract signing was week, not last week, but the week before. This, this week was when um, Drew McIntyre faced, unless I'm completely screwed up, Drew McIntyre faced... Um, Buddy Murphy in the yes, main event. Oh, you're right. You're right. I yeah, got my yeah. weeks all messed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he he faced, and that it did feel like a go. It did feel like a go home to a pay per view because you know obviously Drew McIntyre defeated Buddy Murphy with uh, Seth Rollins ringside, and Seth acted like he was you know leaving and he was frustrated and all that, and then all of a sudden Drew turns around and eats a super kick yeah. uh, out of nowhere. Like I, I got totally like blindsided by that just as much as Drew. I was like, holy shit, Rollins freaking what? Where did he come from? Mm-hmm. Um, and it. It was it was freaking awesome and then obviously they had Rollins kind of weasel out after Drew put him in that like chokehold or whatever um which I think is really setting up for a good a good match for for Sunday yeah, I, you, I'm pumped for I'm pumped for this match I think it's going to be excellent yeah, I think it'll be good too do you want to get into money in the bank or we want to do AW and NXT first what do you want to do? Uh, let's go let's just let's just go right into uh money in the bank and then we'll just we'll briefly touch on uh NXT and AEW after okay. the pack all right, so uh, I'm the prediction champion. You know, not to brag mm-hmm. or anything. This is my gross. Did I, had to, I, I, did I win it? No, I, I won it before WrestleMania. I kept it after WrestleMania. So this is my yeah. You've been on a streak two times. Yeah, Winning this is streak. the first time I've had any kind of streak. So uh, Marco, list off the matches, and we'll go match by match here. We'll take turns, right. and uh, we'll see uh, who comes out on top. All right, where do we want to start? Let's see. Uh, bottom of the card, curtain jerker. All right. So the bottom of the card is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way Match. We have the New Day. We have the um, Dirty, which is Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. We have the um, Forgotten, Sons. Call Forgotten Sons, as well as the Lucha House Party. Mm. Um, I'm going to say New Day Retain. Who? Uh... I'm gonna say Forgotten Sons. I'm gonna say they're gonna change the change the belts up here. Go with some heels. Give them a push. The three they can do the three way thing. Maybe they're they're hoping Elijah Woods comes back sooner than later. Uh, I think they're gonna <laughs> change it, change it. Uh, I always do that. I just I don't know. I'm not gonna change that. That's a that's a long yeah. That's a long standing Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah. if, if, yeah. if you know where that if you know where that <laughs> came from. You're uh, you're day one ish. Yeah. Uh, if you ask my, that's, if that's you hold a, up that figure to my son, that's what he'll say. Elijah Woods. Yeah, that's a that's a deep cut. Yeah, um, I did see that Lindsay Dorado was is going to be rocking some uh, Power Ranger inspired gear 
for the out for the uh, for the event. So uh, white Power Ranger outfit. So does he not always? Uh, I was gonna say, does he not always rock Power Rangers? <laughs> True, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They yeah. do look like Power Rangers. Uh, so this this will be a fun match, I think. I mean, anything with Miz and Morrison and New Day. I mean, you get some veterans in there. Lucha, the guy, Lucha guys will jump around and flip and flippy dippy. They'll do lucha lucha things. Lucha stuff, yeah, lucha things. All right, so yeah, <laughs> I'm not feeling too confident in my pick, but. Uh, Sheena's going chalk here because she wants her title back. No. Yeah, no, she's, she's oh, I'm, no, I'm, excuses, I'm, no excuses. No excuses. No excuses. I am freaking laser focused right now. Oh, I am about, <laughs> about to whoop that ass. All right, what's, what's next? Let me just let me crack open another ML. So I make oh, wow. Oh, yeah, she's serious. Yeah. That's serious right there. All right. Um, All right. Whoa, so next up four. SmackDown Women's Championship okay. Bailey versus Tamina. Oh, you got? I, I started, I mean, you get... right? I start. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's try. Um, whew, okay, Bailey versus Tamina. Oh, this is yeah. a layup here. You're yeah. screwing me, Marco, with this match selection here. I'm going Bailey. There's no way Tamina. If, if <laughs> Tamina wins the belt in this, I will. I will jump on Facebook Live in our group, and I will eat a a shirt. I'll eat my Riho shirt. I'll cut it up and eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> oh my god! I'm almost hoping that Tamina wins just to see that. But yeah, I got. I got to go with Bailey. I mean, you would be you would be freaking insane to pick anybody other than Bailey in a Bailey versus Tamina match. Yeah. All right. You both have spoken. Yes. Hopefully you're you're both right. Um, next match, they have this is how they have it in order from from up. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Oh. Okay, this one's a tough one. This one's a tough one for me. Um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, you guys know where my biases lie. Uh, but I can't. I just. For whatever reason, I just cannot see them taking the championship off of Drew this quickly after Mania. Um, especially since I said, like, you know, I feel like they're setting up something from the Money in the Bank match. Like, I think they might be setting up gender versus Drew McIntyre for the future. Yeah. But <sighs> F me, dude. I, I, I can't pick against Seth. I'm going with Seth. Oh my God! Wow! Oh man, pick pick the guy with the beard and the long hair. It's easy. He's the freaking <laughs> messiah. <laughs> no, I'm going McIntyre. I don't think they can take the belt off him right now. Oh, in, Sheena. In these turbulent times. Yeah, I know Mark. No, She's listen, Seth bias. You you got to go with your heart. Listen, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Fifty fifty chance. Oh, boy. There's a fifty fifty chance that Seth is going to win this match. <laughs> uh, what's next? Oh man! All right, jeez. <laughs> Uh, I wish you picked different. All right, uh, let's see. Next match, we have Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt Universal Championship match. Interesting that they're saying Bray Wyatt here. They're not saying the Fiend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm very yeah. confused. Uh, I'm like this. This is very. This can make a huge difference in the Chick Foley Championship here. You know uh, what I mean? Yes. I'm going Braun, uh, no doubt about it, but I think this sets up something after the match where he beats Bray and then the Fiend comes out separately as almost it's like a different person and has like some sort of control over him. And then we see maybe a SummerSlam matchup between the two and then maybe Fiend wins there. But I think they're they're covering their bases. They're not letting Fiend lose another match. So they're, they've been very clear it's Bray Wyatt in the Mr. Rogers outfit. So I'm going Strowman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Strowman too. I think, <clears throat> I mean, didn't, did Bray beat he beat the Miz, right? Didn't he beat the Miz freaking when he was Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's he's got a win under his belt. Um so yeah. 
but it's, I'm still going. With, I'm still going with Braun. Yeah. All right. Next match, women's money in the bank ladder match. We have. Let me let me list off the. Just in case you don't know, Carmella, Shayna, Naya, Asuka, Dana, Brooke, and Lacey. Okay. This is, this is a hard one. Sheena That's goes what first. she said. <laughs> um, I am going to go with my bish Shayna. I think, yeah, yeah, I I think, I think this is a perfect, I think the the Miss Money in the Bank is like a, like for her, I think she's like, just like badass enough that like she can make it work. I feel like, um, yeah, I'm going with Shayna. My my heart's telling me Shayna. This is tough. Are you going bias on this one? No, I'm not going bias because I don't (laughs) like this person at all, but I think it's going to be Nia Jax. Uh, what they seem to be pushing—they yeah. seem to be pushing her quite a bit. Who else has been, <laughs> Sheena? Who else has been on TV at all over the last month? Yeah, um, not yeah, Carmella, true. Lacey Evans, Dana. Br- none, none of them have done anything uh, of anything of n- of any note. Mm-hmm. Sheena now N- is being built as some sort of monster. Yeah, Lacey. Lacey's a long shot. Carmella and Dana don't stand a chance. It's got to be. It, I mean, yeah, it's going to be Oscar, Shayna, or Nia, um, yeah. and I don't see I don't see this being a gimmick that's going to suit Oscar. So I think uh, Shayna. Okay. Yeah, but you're going with Nia. I'm going Nia Jax. All right, this is where you fucked up. <laughs> All right, last but not least, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. You have. Oh, do you guys know who? The, you know who's in it already? Do you need me to ramble off everybody? We gotta ramble it off for the audience. What if we don't? Well, we know, but what if they don't? Yeah. yeah All right. So we, have, so we have. Right now. All right. So we have Otis. We have uh, Alistair Black. We have Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles back from the dead, and King Corbin. Mm. I mean, surely to God. Uh, King King Corbin is not going to win again. Um, I'm going to go with, or is this is this your pick I, first? Yeah, I was going to say, okay. I, I go first here. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> so so let, let's let's figure this thing out. We got so, a couple veterans here, and, and AJ and Ray and Daniel Bryan, who don't really need the rub. King Corbin has been. Everybody needs a rub, Phil. Yeah. Otis, I guess Otis, I guess Tucker's just, which I predicted on the show. Tucker is just going to fade away into existence. The next time we do releases. He's going to be on uh, Ring of Honor pretty soon uh, because <laughs> Otis is just flying. So they have no mention of Tucker at all. And anytime no. Otis comes out, yeah. it's totally done. Uh, my heart is telling me Aleister Black. I think this would be a perfect opportunity uh, to give him kind of a uh, something to do. I don't really see him walking down and running to the <laughs> ring with a briefcase, though. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a pretty slow guy. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go Aleister Black. I was torn between him I, and AJ. I'm gonna, but I'm yeah, go. I'm and I'm going with AJ. I oh. think um, I I, th- I think Black is definitely a favorite to win. Um, it's it between between my top two picks. It's definitely AJ and Alistair Black. But I'm gonna go with AJ. I mean, they had him make his you know debut this past week on Raw. I think he's you know he's rip roaring and ready to like take over that top heel that top heel spot. Uh, and I think. Yeah, I think it could be good stuff. 
my only AJ thing is, think. are they rewriting? Like, obviously, he wasn't in the match to begin with. Did they ha- were they having Apollo Cruz win, and they're just going to pivot to him, or was some one of these other guys supposed to win? Because um, I'm really bummed Apollo Cruz is injured. I was hoping he would. Is he li- is he shoot injured? I thought that was a work. I thought it, looked, it was all a work. It looked like a work. I thought he was going to come back this week and kind of like say he was like good to go. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, they play. I think it's all storytelling, dude. I think I think he was just. I think honestly, he just got too cocky, and like he just kept going and kept going, and like he just freaking. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think he's actually hurt. Marco, do you have any info on this? I don't think. I don't think Paul Cruz is actually injured. I think no, it's a work. Yeah, they kept it pretty quiet. Like they like. I mean, they brought it up about Paul Cruz like being injured, but yeah, they haven't. If he was legitimately injured and he continued to do like 37 moonsaults, yeah, yeah, then yeah. that's just that's just stupidity. You know what I mean? Like, honestly. Yeah, I think it was just a way to get him. I mean, I see where you're going. Like, it could be like that, Co- that Kofi syndrome, you know, where um, what's his name? Freaking. Oh, my God. What's 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 uh Allie. Ali, yeah, that injured, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then it gave it gave uh, it opened the gates for Kofi to come through. Um, but I think I don't I don't think this is that. Yeah, no. It would, if it was opposite, if it was like AJ got injured and then like a Paul Cruz got in, that would be a little bit different. But yeah, yeah. What if we see him? I mean, Apollo Cruz turn heel and kind of side with. I guess MVP is getting some sort of stable now. He's got. Brandon Vink and Shane Thorne he's managing supposedly um you know maybe maybe turning him heel and having him come out and like disrupt the match or because I I agree I don't think he's really hurt there has to be a reason though that they're pretending he's hurt to get him out of this match yeah yeah I mean there's got to be there's got to be something I mean setting him up with like Andrade or some I think there's a bigger storyline in place for him um but yeah I don't I, I don't think he's injured can we talk about the hold on? So we haven't talked about this. What what about this character on SmackDown who's kind of watching everybody? Uh, I thought it was going to be Ali, but they've kind of milked this thing for for everything. It's kind of like the GTV, like the the hacker gimmick. The hacker. Yeah, there, there's rumors it, now of CM Punk. Fifty fifty chance. <laughs> True, fifty fifty. Uh, um, I don't know, dude. I think. Um, what if it's Elijah Wood? You know, he's kind of got he's kind of got a hacker gimmick already. You know what I mean? He's like a gamer, uh, computer nerd. Like, what if this is how he gets back in the fold? Uh, I would be opposed to that. I think he would do some cool stuff as a heel. You know, it's kind of like spying on everybody. Um, but I just feel like they've just milked it for so long. Like, I feel like this has been going on before WrestleMania, right? Like, two three months now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, it's probably one of those things that WWE doesn't know exactly what the hell they're doing with it, and it'll probably never pay off. Just like uh, Rowan's uh, caged animal gimmick, you know, like people they're just like, oh, we're just gonna do this, and then all of a sudden it's like it, it'll just disappear one day. What a disaster that was! I forgot all about that. Oh my god, a giant fake spider in the cage! What the? F- yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know, you know, WWE they're just like throwing stuff at the wall to see to see what sticks sometimes. So. Well, uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if we never hear about the hacker. 
ever again. I'm not too confident in my Money in the Bank picks, but it should be a pretty good little card. I got you scared. I got you scared. It's you okay. Do. You can say it. You, you, you pick Seth, you which I don't it. think. Listen, that's... I gave you. I gave you Seth. I gave you Seth as just like a handicap. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like I was okay. like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that title's coming home with me, baby. We'll see. We'll see. Let's get into NXT. Uh, Really, really good episode of NXT. um, And possibly the best debut uh, I've seen in a long time. Did you watch this, Sheena, this Karrion Cross debut? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty pretty freaking rad. Awesome. Uh, I I mean, it was exactly what it needed to be. Uh, You know, quick, effective squash uh it didn't really get to show you you know you i think a lot of people i saw in my comments when i posted about it were like oh well it didn't show who it didn't show what he's capable of and i'm like that's not what this is about like when you make a debut like this you're not yeah. trying to show your move set you're not trying to show you know your promo cutting skills like you just want to come in make a statement and get the hell out of there best, and yeah. that's exactly what he did yeah it was like, you know, the, the theatrics, the, like, freaking over-the-top entrance. He's got Scarlet Bordeaux with him, which is, she's just, like, a freaking smoke mm, show. Um, yeah, she's got, like, this, uh, I was talking to Mike Lanham uh, in a chat, and then one of our uh, Chick Foley fam on Instagram, like, completely validated my feelings. I was like, she's got a very, like, they both of them have a very, like, Rob Zombie horror movie-esque vibe about them you know what i mean like there's something very creepy and unsettling about both of those people and uh i i i'm i'm into it i love it i'm i'm excited to see what what these two bring to the table 100 percent. and i think he has a great he has a great look i mean i love i love his like whole uh the like the you said the entrance was amazing like it, it worked really well like that, that entrance was always almost made for that performance center because it just like so intimate mm-hmm. you had all the smoke yeah. and even, like the smoke was so in the ring when like the match started which was cool mm-hmm. uh scarlet is just you know a beautiful beautiful woman i have one the music was great the end you know everything a one tiny nitpick a guy her karaoke uh, singing oh. no 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 that was cool that was kind of cool like you know i'm sure that'll catch on and be like a you know a jericho theme type of thing uh a guy like this a badass ass kicker and i want your opinion on this marco too to finish someone off with a, a headlock like a headlock finishing submission maneuver is totally wrong. This this guy needs an F five type of like just burying yeah. people power like, power, power move. move. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it was it was basically just like a like he just had his arm under the guy's throat and like pinned his pinned his arm down with his leg, basically. And it was like the guy tapped out in a second. Like it was just nothing original. It was just like I, I've never seen this guy wrestle. I've heard nothing but good things about him, and I loved ninety nine percent of it. But the I just need like a badass finishing move from this guy that really shows me that he's like legit. I totally agree. Yeah, he's like a like a power, bring the power bomb back. Maybe yeah. Just who, like, who does the power bomb? Yeah, or the last ride, like the last ride power Pearl River Plunge. High up in the air, just, Pearl River Pearl Plunge. Pearl, yeah, something's like, yeah, he needs something like, he probably has like a power move. I think that was just more like a, like a, kind of like a, since it wasn't like a real, it was like a jobber. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it wasn't like, you don't have to like go too crazy on him. But I think when he has like that, like that, um, that five star match down yeah. the road, you'll see like a different finishing move. Hopefully, yeah. anyway. I hope he doesn't choke people out because a guy that that size needs like a, a power move. I hate to be like '80s slash '90s wrestler guy, but like you definitely need a power move if you if you're huge. Look at look at um like Drew McIntyre with a claymore. 
Like that's like yeah. I mean, he's a big guy, and it's like, but it's still devastating. Like he like turns turns people inside out when he does it. So I like, don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's just like a psychotic thing. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like how the fiend uses uses the mandible claw. It's all about just like like slowly like you know um, beating your opponent into submission. You know, and and like torturing them a little bit before you. You just like knock them completely out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's I think it's t- I think it's totally like a dominant dominance type thing. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you guys. I would I prefer um I prefer power moves versus like submission moves <laughs> as far as like finishing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Zach, Zach, uh, oh, Zach, you gonna, gonna grab that, uh, Zach? That's a. Uh, I think we 40, 48 minutes, Zach. yeah but uh (laughs) okay i'm done no no i I, I agree with you and i think maybe if he held it on a little bit longer like kind of like the uh the chicken the crossfade chicken wing type of thing uh like just made it look a little more devastating but i'm sure you know this is his first match it's not like yeah yeah. like i think it should just look like he's completely annihilating like they're like flailing around trying to get away and he looks like it's literally no sweat off his back you know like if you're gonna be a big like dominating submission person like that i feel like that is gonna be what makes it effective and like holy shit like he's got him in the you know the crossface chicken wing you know like yeah. it's just like you got to do something just love any kind of sort of really, really, really <laughs> um over the top yeah the other part of that too is that he's gonna have to cross paths with the other psychotic guy in nxt at some point you know who i'm talking about dexter oh dexter um, yeah the dexter oh, loomis yeah, yeah he's gonna yeah can you imagine the uh, the bug eyed stare offs that those two could have? Oh my God. Like, I'll, I'll, you know? I probably won't even. I'd probably like turn. I'd have to turn away because <laughs> <laughs> it it creep me out too much if they were just staring at each other from a, at a distance or like up close to each other. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle that at all. Yeah, creepy ass dudes. That that seems to be a, a theme lately. Just like yeah. complete psychotic killer in uh big in guys WWE. big guys kind of mm-hmm. gone for like you know we're, we're done with the days of champa and gargano like 200 pound guys like now we're getting some yeah. some big bigger dudes in nxt big hopefully. dude season big dude big season, season. Yeah. taking yeah. over yeah, keith lee ushered that in i think a little yeah. bit yeah yeah uh so we we saw uh johnny gargano beat uh dominic dijakovic one-on-one we saw charlotte yep. in a, charlotte in a really good match uh, defending Eo. the belt against Io yeah. Shirai. Yeah, that was and, awesome. Uh, that was, was a really good, great match. It was a really good match. I didn't love that she like did a cheap like was a kendo stick, kendo stick finish. Um, like yeah. she hit her with hit her with the kendo stick, and then it was over. I was like, wait, what are we like? What? This was a really good match up until that point. So I'm wondering how that's going to pay off. Like, you know what? What's going to be her logic for her yeah. like her heel antics? Uh, yes. Because I feel yeah. like she really needs a, a good story. Because I I was really enjoying the match up to that point. However, uh, breaking kayfabe here, it was like one of the lowest rated segments uh, in NXT, which yeah. is is kind of. It's kind of telling, right? Like, I mean, I thought like they, I feel like they sent Charlotte down there to boost ratings, and now, uh, you know, her segments are really, really dropping, dropping low. Yeah, it's just in a weird place right now. So I don't know what they're doing. I think another Charlotte Rhea match at at uh, SummerSlam would be cool and let Rhea get back up on top. Uh, the very confusing NXT Cruiserweight tournament, where there's, you know, this is similar to the AEW Power Rankings type of thing where it doesn't make much sense there's two different brackets and i guess we're just going to get um the top person from each bracket in the championship here and this is like a a placeholder for the nxt champion who jordan devlin can't 
travel right now. So I don't know. Is this person going to give the title back to him? Or are they going to then just be the champion? They keep saying, like, they don't say interim champion. Or they just, I forget what word they're using. Like, uh, like temporary, not temporary, but something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with this. Maybe they're you know, they're both going to claim to be the NXT Cruiserweight champion, you know, some, uh, WrestleMania 10 style. And yeah. Like a ladder match or something. But uh, we saw Akira Tozawa and Kushida move on. I asked our buddy Kyle Niblett, the new theme song for Jack Gallagher is someone else's theme song. And I can't, it's been bothering me all goddamn day. I can't figure out who it is. It's a former. Listen, Ang- if, Ky- if, if Kyle Niblett doesn't know, then nobody I know. knows. I know. He was the first yeah, person Ky- I messaged. Yeah, Kyle is a is the yeah, he's a he's the end all be all with the knowledge. Yeah, that guy with everything or the '90s guy too. That's the other guy you want to go to. You should ask him. Oh, I should. I should, I should ask Nick. Good call. Um, so yeah, really good episode of NXT. Uh, we saw. I don't know. I don't remember the last couple of weeks, but we had Beth Phoenix and um, Mara Ronaldo on commentary, which was nice. Yeah, uh, I did not watch a single minute of AEW here. So Marco, you're gonna take over while I have a couple of sips of my beer. Oh, well, hang God, tight. Gotta... You didn't even talk about uh, my oh. girl Rhea. Oh my Rhea, gosh. Rhea, she, oh, she Rhea, Rhea. reappeared uh, on NXT. Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> so appeared. Uh, awesome. Hey, see what I did there? <laughs> you know, get a couple beers in. I start breaking out the comedy. Um, but uh, <laughs> she's a chubby anyway. I, I thought it was. I thought her appearance kind of really helped. Uh, you know, me not feel so crappy about the ending of that match yeah. being a, a DQ. Um, I did love how she was telling EO like up the ramp. She was going, Shut up. Shut yeah, up. Shut up. <laughs> it was just so funny. I don't know why it like tickled my funny bone. Like EO's like chasing behind her, like, you know, uh speaking Japanese, and all of a sudden she's just like, Shut up, shut up. <laughs> uh, they had uh we didn't talk about the championship match either, and Adam Cole and Oh and Velveteen God, yeah. Dream, which is really that was a really good match as well. I was okay, kind of surprised. Uh-oh, Real okay. quick, let me let me interject here. Are we like did did Velveteen Dream was? He, I mean, obviously, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty, but like, did we just kind of forget that he was <clears throat> supposedly, you know, allegedly messaging underage girls and like sending them, you know, wiener pics or what? Uh, I don't know if these are these might be taped, Sheena. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing too. They might be. Yeah, I don't think they're they're not live. The only live show this week was AEW. You so right. You so right. Uh, That's why. I mean, that's a possibility that could have happened during that. They were just like, yeah, you're not going to win the 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 title at this time because you're going to see a lot of like they did say you're going to see a lot of like NXT takeover type matches on regular TV because. For the foreseeable future, there's not going to be an NXT takeover pay per view right now. Uh, so, so you're going to see a lot of those like the Io Shirai and Charlotte, and you're going to see a lot of those sets of matches on regular TV because of that. Um, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're all pre taped. I'm not sure how far in advance they were. We'll find out next week. So <laughs> he'll see, just, so he'll probably. Here. Just, he'll probably just disappear off TV like yeah. Jerry Lawler in 1993. Yeah, we don't know. Like, <laughs> so you don't know. So yeah, although yeah, that, we didn't talk about it last week on the show, but yeah, that was that was craziness. Obviously, innocent until proven guilty, and hopefully, all those things aren't happening. Yes. Yeah. And listen, I have a dis- I have a disclaimer for all of our listeners out there: do not send nudes to people you don't really know. 
come on, people. Like, we're no, better. Yeah. We are better than that. Especially, I mean, you know, none of us really have celebrity status. So, like, you know, if if, if our, like, you know, bits and bobs got, like, you know, floated around the internet, it, it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But, you know, when you're, when you're freaking Velveteen Dream, you can't be sending pictures of Little V out to the world. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, you just can't be. And especially it, with with a voice memo attached oh, you know what i mean the, like yeah, the that, was the, yeah. that was that was the freaking nail in the coffin well, it's, it's yeah. one thing if you're like oh yeah somebody stole my pictures without my without my consent i was sending some nudie judies to my hacked. girl i got hacked yeah i got hacked you know what i mean um but <laughs> at the same time like you know when, when you say hey what school do you go to like what school do you go to that's really telling like you know this girl is in high school like Come on. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people debunking. Like if that was him, actually that that like it was a lot of it was a lot of uh people coming to his defense saying that that didn't sound like him. Shocker, it was Marco was doing like, an impersonation. It was it was yeah, it was me. It was actually my uh my Velveteen Dream impersonation now. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't I mean yeah, there was a lot of uh it was a lot more people defending him than there were people accusing him of anything. Like more people in shock than anything from what I've read anyway. Yeah. Uh, there weren't people say, no, that was definitely him. It was definitely him. It was when people just like saying, like, wait, like, which is kind of weird. Usually people just jump to the conclusion automatically and go, no, he, that's him. That's definitely him. But it was a lot of defenders and stuff like that. So, well, which is good, good to I'm, see. I'm glad. Yeah, that is good to see because typically that's not the case. People are like, you know, calling for someone's head uh, yeah, yeah, the, mo yeah. the moment they slip up, you know. Like, and, uh, wrestling fans are going to protect their own, man. They're going to be like, nah, man, that wasn't him. You yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what his dick looks like. That ain't him. <laughs> he sent me one. I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I've no, seen it. I've heard his voice before. In person. I'm on no, his. I mean, I'm on his OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, man. Lot, speaking of which, a lot of OnlyFans accounts popping up here uh, from some wrestling chicks too. I think Drake Maverick's wife has an OnlyFans account now. Shut up. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't think. I, I don't wow. it's, you don't have Dude. to get nude on there to be to have an OnlyFans account. You know, you can. Yeah, but oh, doing it's it, not. It's not a nude thing. Okay, I thought no, it was. No, no, I no. thought it was like nudes. No, you, so do, like, you do whatever you want. I mean, the website can't yeah. tell you what to what to what to sell people. You know. Yeah. Oh. So the idea, I guess, the idea behind OnlyFans is like, um, so like Instagram and Twitter. Sometimes they're like, I mean, not really Twitter. So we'll say Instagram. They really they bog down on like any type of like lewdness. Yeah. And that, yeah. So like. So OnlyFans is a way for like those like those people that want to like uh, show a little bit more or, like talk uh, about a little bit more interact a little bit better they can they they have an OnlyFans account where they can actually interact with their fans and do that type of stuff so like it's not necessarily a pornographic thing obviously you, porn takes over everything so like one person jumps <laughs> into it it's just like it's like a disease it just like infests and it that's what it becomes but yeah. normally the idea behind OnlyFans was it's for only for your fans. So like say like we wanted to do a Chick Fil A <laughs> OnlyFans. It's just me and Jesus Phil. Jesus Christ! Ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to see that. Ain't no, just me and Phil. No, I'm just me and Phil. Uh, well, like we interact with fans and we want to like get a little bit more personal. We would open an OnlyFans account. Yeah, it doesn't have I'd, to be like, I'd be like hot, unshowered mother of two. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God! We have to start an OnlyFans account now. Is, no, here, no, I'm putting an open challenge out to everyone listening right now. Okay, oh God, I ta I've talked about this. If someone Can't listening, learn. a single male or female, I don't care, wants to sign up for the the, the Tammy Stitch OnlyFans for $30 a month, I will pay you. You will sign up and you will give us a full review on the Patreon episode of ha of, of what went down and what you saw. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. I hope, 
I hope it's nothing like our buddy Zach Egoff imagines that it oh, is. Geez, no. I, oh, jeez, no, that's so in my that's burned in my memory forever. That yeah, um, I can't unsee it at all. Yeah, there are some there are some really really disgusting gifts out there. If you guys haven't <laughs> really, haven't really dug deep into the world of of gift dropping, there is some there are some yeah, he didn't, doozies he didn't watch out there. That, yeah. He didn't watch that fully. That's what it was. He didn't see the end result of it. He just seen like the <laughs> first part and just posted it because he, he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I, wanna, I don't I believe that. I think he was playing it off because our shocked reaction. <laughs> yeah, I think highly of people. I think I think good I of think, everyone. I think, so. I think Zach felt judged, so he immediately backtracked <laughs> and, and started like, "Oh, I didn't watch the whole gift." Dude, it's three seconds. How did you not watch the whole thing? Yeah. He said he's gonna hate this part of the show, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was I? Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, why are people you like? There's so much free pornography out in the world. Why are people using websites like only? I mean, God bless them. You know, like yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah. If anyone hey, wants to, it's, uh, it's amazing what people will pay for. I mean, seriously, like the the stuff that like I, I knew some. Um, chicks back in the day i didn't know them but i followed them on twitter and i mean like the things that people would pay for for them they were they they were like playboy models but then they ended up being like porn stars oh, and nice. i was just like oh my god like people are paying for like the most ridiculous things but yeah oh, you, have to, you, have you, to, you have to tell us now what you're referring to here because yeah, no i'm just saying like, i mean people we have to look what? it up I mean, no, no I, mean, I, I think our show, joking. I think our show is, I think our show is unrated. If you're watching with your kids right now, you might want to turn the volume down. No, it's not that bad, but I'm just saying like people would pay for things like pictures of their feet or like, you know, picture, like, you know, used underwear and, you know, just oh, like, yeah. we, just like, we, I mean, stuff that's not that, that uncommon, but I'm just like, that's the kind of stuff people are out there spending their, spending their money on. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. No, no shade to anyone who's bought any used panties. I mean, I guess if that's your thing, that's your thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. get the, I don't get the feet thing either. But people, there's people out. I mean, there's yeah, I don't probably, get it. There's probably websites devoted to it. So that's Rex. That's Rex Ryan. That's the. Uh, that's oh the yeah, that's thing. the Rex Remember? Ryan syndrome. Yeah, I forgot about that. Lacey Evans butthole. Oh. Lacey so Evans. I was like no, no, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I just, I just played the Lacey Evans butthole drop. <laughs> I wish, I wish, <laughs> I wish you guys could hear what I'm playing on the show, so you know what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was uh, NXT uh, AEW. We can get into real quick here. Cody stays on his winning streak. Uh, he's got five in a row now. We saw Nyla Rose and MJF return. Uh, Moxley attacked by the Dark Order and Brody Lee, who's already getting a uh, title shot now. And uh, yeah, what two the... two two indie two indie darlings going head to head at the next AEW pay per view? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, plus uh, Vance Lance Vance Lance Archer against Cody Rhodes. You know, a bunch of former WWF guys. So, um. oh man. Well, the only thing that I want to talk about on AEW um, is the fact that they are still tuning people up for fifty dollars for this pay per view event that is going to yeah. be filmed in front of like no audience, no like. I don't know. I just feel like during this time they should have like cut people a break. I mean, thirty dollars tops. I was thinking they were going to charge people maybe like fifteen ninety nine or something. You know what I mean? But fifty bucks—that's that's a hard pill to swallow right now. I have a, I have a couple thoughts on this. If WWE okay. did this, they would get shit on so hard. Oh um, yeah. For 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 not letting, I mean, they had the network free for a while, and now it's like a free for the first month still, like it always is. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think in 2020 I would pay 
for any pay-per-view outside of WrestleMania, WWE or WWE or AEW or anybody. Like I just that's a lot of money and this card is garbage so far. I mean, you have uh, a, a ladder match that we haven't heard who's in it. We got uh, Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper for the title. Uh, MJF returning against Jungle Boy, which will be, of course, I don't know if Jungle Boy's ever won a won a singles match. And then Cody versus Lance Archer. Like it's just it's just like sounds like an episode of Dynamite. Like yeah, you know, yeah, which is fine if you're yeah, on the network, you know, for for paying nine ninety nine and watching a bunch of cool documentaries and stuff. But to pay fifty bucks, I know they're not making any money right now. They haven't had a show for a while. But I mean, I I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, I mean, I, I've bought every AEW pay-per-view, so, I mean, I can't say anything, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a shill, I'm, I've bought in, but yeah. it this one just feels different. I'm like, well, damn, you couldn't cut me a break this time? Like, I bought every other pay-per-view that you guys have put on, and, you know, now it's just going to be, like, you know, taped. Is it going to be pre, pre-taped, or is it going to be live? Mm, it says live on pay-per-view, but that's the poster that came out when it was going to be uh, from MGM Grand, so I don't. I don't yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't know if it's going to be pre-taped or if it's going to be live. But regardless, like it's not going to be the same atmosphere that a pay-per-view event should have. Or you know, regardless. So I think you should cut people a break. I think it'd be a good look for you. You know, hey, get our pay-per-view for you know twenty bucks, fifteen bucks, whatever. But like fifty bucks, Jesus. Yeah, it's 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 steep, and a lot of people are out of work. I know I don't I don't know how things are where you guys live, but I think one in every five people in Maryland here are now on unemployment. Um, yeah, it's pretty you know, crazy. I'm, I'm pretty lucky where I am to still have a job, but you know a lot of people aren't aren't as lucky. So, yeah, to charge fifty bucks for a show that's you know not not the not the the WrestleMania of AEW, whatever it's gonna it's gonna be tough. So. Uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some illegal uh, links floating around if you want to watch it, and I'll, I'll hit you up if you do. But, um, <laughs> you know, they got to make money, too. It's a business, but uh, we don't have to buy it. Uh, Nat, uh, Marco, you put Jake brings the snake to AEW. What, is, what does that mean? I didn't watch it. So what's what did Jake, Jake the Snake Roberts, did he bring an actual snake to Dynamite? Marco's. Uh-oh, I think, I think we might have lost Marco. Man, we're dropping like, it's like a horror movie. We're dropping. Oh, yeah, like, no, this? no, I'm here. Oh, here he I'm is. here, I'm here. <sighs> yeah, no, so he actually brought the snake out. He actually had a oh, live nice. snake. Um, so him and, uh, so obviously they're feuding with Cody. And obviously if you're feuding with Cody, you feud with, with Brandy, who's also his, his valet or manager, as you want to call it. Um, so she had kind of like a scathing promo before, before Lance Arch- Archer's match. Um, and um, so basically she gets involved. Uh, Britt Baker jumps over the rail, hits her from behind, um, knocks her out pretty much. And they bring her into the ring. And then Jake goes and grabs his actual snake, uh, Damien, Damien five or six or seven, depending on how many he's had. Um, yeah. She's like, knocked it wasn't revelations, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's laid out in the ring and he had the snake, like put it on her and, Snake was crawling all over and stuff like that. It was actually, it's pretty cool. It was like, uh, it was like old school, like Macho Man Elizabeth type of uh, vibes going on there. Yeah, I'm so, totally yeah. here for that. I have to go back and watch AEW from this week, but um, that, sounds, really that cool. sounds right. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah, the street fight was really good too. If you guys seen that, those golf carts, people getting ran over and stuff like that. It was pretty awesome. There was a random family just taking pictures. I think that's why people were getting upset. 
they were following guidelines as as they say. But uh, no, that, that the Street Fighter was really good with uh, Jericho. Oh, the Lesex gods, as they call them. So Jericho and uh, Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega and um, Matt Hardy. Uh, that was really awesome. Um, the Inner Circle came back together because you haven't seen them on TV together since um, God knows how long. Uh, so they all came back and the victory was there. So, yeah, I, I would actually go back and watch AEW. It was actually really good. And the having people actually around the ring reacting to moves and stuff like that yeah, makes, makes it 100 times better than what WWE is doing right now just because there's people reacting to stuff. All right, well, let's get outside of the squared circle. This is sponsored by our good friends at Collar and Elbow. You can use code CHICK for 10% off there. A uh, lot to talk about here. The first one I want to talk about is WWE is launching a show on A and E uh, called The Quest for WWE Lost Treasures, uh, where mm-hmm. basically, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a show like um, American Pickers, where people just go around finding stuff. But uh, Love American Pickers. I do, too. That's a great show. Um, but uh, this is this sounds like pretty similar to that. I'm just going to read like the uh, description of it real quickly here. Um, it is, um, Throughout history, WWE's action-packed storylines have spawned iconic, one-of-a-kind memorabilia guided by McMahon and, Hel- and Levesque. That's uh, sh- uh, Stephanie and uh, Triple H. The series will unearth these rare items in the hopes of preserving and sharing the legacy behind the memorabilia moments, the memorable moments in WWE history. Uh, so I guess they're kind of going around trying to find stuff. This sounds awesome. That also sounds like a great idea for uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, who just left the company. If they would have uh, yeah. kept, <laughs> kept them around, it would have been perfect for them. But um, uh, what do you guys think? A- this- A.K.A. Brian and Matt. Yeah, Brian and Matt. Yeah. yeah. They're government names. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this, Sheena? I mean, I, th- I think you would be perfect on this. Uh, I know you have you know two kids to take care of, but um, if they can work around yeah. your schedule, you know, that'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah, you know, like I said, I don't know what what this kind of show is going to look like in a post uh, COVID nineteen world where you know it's it's not going to be as you know uh, carefree to fly around and just dig through people's stuff and get all up in their business and all that. Yeah. But um, I, I do think that this is a super super cool idea for a show. I'm I'm totally here for it because you you guys know I'm like super nostalgic. Like I. Even outside of wrestling figures, like anything from, you know, the 90s and the 80s, like I'm super, super nostalgic for. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked to see how it turns out. Yeah, we'll see. There, AEW's already doing those bio- biographies about, uh, I think it's Macho Man and Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels and a bunch of other wrestlers. So uh, they seem to be partnering with the WWE quite a bit here. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, the SmackDown hacker appeared on WWE Backstage. They gave the coordinates of the performance center. Um. Yeah, so they uh, so basically they're doing their because they're all remote doing their their show right now. They're not all together, um, and the hacker took over all the feed mm-hmm. and um, basically did like the same thing they would do on SmackDown. The truth will be told type of thing, and then it gave the coordinates of the the money in the bank uh, of the performance center. But they think they also something might happen at money in the bank as well. So. Uh, that was it, and then it just went back to the normal, the normal feed that they with Christian and Renee and Mark Henry and Booker T. So there's some uh, some weird shenanigans going on with that. Still don't know who it is. Uh, like I said, speculation last week was uh, Ali and and um, 
who was it? It was Ali and someone else. I forget. CM Punk. The other person. No, yeah, CM Punk, 50-50 <laughs> chance. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the hacker account on Twitter sent out a tweet with a video, and it had, like, the coordinates or, like, an aerial view of, like, an address, and, like, one of them was uh, some, some super smart nerd person uh, looked it up, and I guess was the coordinates to where Drew McIntyre grew up and where Jinder Mahal grew up in India. Uh, hmm. So, or where he was so, born, or whatever. Yeah, so, cool idea, oh, cool concept. Real quick, something that we did not even touch on. Circling back, since you guys are talking about Money in the Bank, um, they announced that Money in the Bank, uh, the men's and women's Money yeah. in the Bank ladder matches are going to be yeah, going on time. simultaneously. Like both, yeah. like both are going to be happening at the same time. Which I think, I. I I really can't imagine how this is going to even look or feel or, you know, I, I think there's a cool opportunity for some like really awesome spots, but I hope WWE capitalizes on that. But at the same time, I'm like, what if it just turns into like uh, edge Randy Orton, like times oh, no. a thousand, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I would just be like, Oh my God, no. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm super pumped. I, I'm just curious, like, is like are, are we gonna see some like um, intergender? You know, like is Nia Jax? I feel like she's the only one that could really you know get into an intergender type spot. Yeah. You know, but I feel like you know, are we gonna see that at some point? Like you know, her, you know, doing doing whatever the hell she does, giving a leg drop to uh, you know one of the guys in the Money in the Bank match. But yeah, uh, I think it's super cool. I wonder how it's all gonna play out, and if and and if at the end are we gonna have like men and women both fighting in the mat in the ring at the end at the top of the you know titan towers or whatever yeah. uh and like climbing ladders and shit and like jumping off and like i, I don't know this, yeah this... Is yeah well i say just sit back relax and watch it just just because they're going to do something cinematic just like they did with the boneyard match and the uh the firefly funhouse match i think it's it's probably going to be as good or even better than both of those matches who knows yeah, I'm pumped. Okay. I, I have I have super high hopes for it. I hope it delivers. Um, I hope it delivers because I we we've definitely seen that WWE is capable of putting on this type of cinematic pre-taped style short film match. Uh, so I hope that they give us something super freaking awesome. So there's only six matches on this card, and then two of them are happening at the same time. Obviously, that's going to be a longer match. But even if that match is you know, an hour long. I don't, an I don't, hour. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be like a three-hour car, which, you know, WrestleMania was nice where they broke it up like that. So Yeah, yeah I am yeah. here for, I, I am here for short pay-per-views. You get, oh, get yeah, like, that, yeah, is one, that is one thing about the post-audience era that we're living in is that I am here for the short shows. Like, I, yeah. g- give, me, give me the meat and potatoes and then, you know, g- get in and get out. For yeah, sure. they like to announce, like, matches before the pay-per-view, too, so they Expect like Friday and Saturday they'll announce like pre pre show matches or yeah they'll add matches to the card or something like that you never know so that could happen. We uh we didn't talk about this too much the revival which is now known as the Revolt was on Talk Is Jericho last week mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I was hoping they were gonna just drop a bunch of bombs and shit talk the WWE and it was what Mark the exact, exact opposite. Yeah, total yeah. total opposite of uh, <laughs> of uh, if you date back to the uh, Dean Ambrose or John Moxley interview where mm-hmm. he's just like fed up with everything and just like pretty much said it was like a ta- it was like a tell all yeah yeah so I think people expect like I think they knew that like they knew 
like people were expecting them to like crap on WWE, but they, it was totally like about them, them personally, like what was going on with themselves, not what was going on with the company. Like the whole interview was like what was going on with them mentally, um, with the company, how they weren't happy and how they do like the you know the tag team the tag team like division wasn't you know it's not it's not a focal point of the company. Like they mm-hmm. go back in the history of WWE, it's never been like a real big focal point. You'd have to go way back to like the Hart Foundation and the Bulldogs and the Killer Bees and the Strike Strike Force and that type of stuff. Like after that, like there's really no focus on it. And they they were there. They felt like they wanted to bring that back. Like they wanted to be the forefront yeah. of the tag team like division, and they they were promised that at some point, and it didn't happen. Um, so basically, they're just like, you know what? It's it's not going to happen. So they let it ride. Like they did the, they, they, they basically came out and said, we did whatever they told us to do. Like, you know, with the itching powder and all that crazy stuff they were doing. Like they, they took it. Oh, they I did forgot it. about that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. They did all that stuff. That even, the, Cause they were promised that like, you know, you guys are going to be the forefront of the division, that type of stuff. And like, as it, they did point out, like, and I do remember that, like at towards the end of, before they left, they were on the uprise, like they were winning matches, and they were like, it was looking like they were going to go for the title at some point, um, which was going to happen. And they yeah. actually talk about that. Yeah, they say like, they said like, yeah, they were they were going to put us in like, they're going to give us the titles and all stuff, and then like, we didn't want to. They basically said they didn't want to leave on a low note, like they didn't want to leave when they were losing it ten matches in a row. They wanted yeah. to wait till like to see if WWE was actually going to go fall through, and they did fall through, and they were like, you know what? We're not interested, and we just want to stay. So, like, they, they, they went like the money. They talked about they offered them a lot of money, and they, and like the, one of them, I forget which one has a family, and the other one doesn't. So, one of them has a family, one of them doesn't, and they were basically just like, well, I'm gonna, one of them was just like, I'm just gonna do what you want to do. Like, you have a family, you have people to take care of. Like, whatever you want to do, if you want to save the company, I'll say. If not, if not, so it was like it wasn't really like a shit on Vince McMahon, a shit on this person, shit on that person. You know, the interview was. Focus more on what what they were going through, like personally, as opposed to what they were going through professionally, which I yeah. appreciated. And they talked thing. about, and he even talked about, you know, like it was it was really hard for them to turn down that amount of money. Like, exactly. appa- Apparently, you know, the the word on the street was that they got offered like you know seven hundred and fifty thousand a year to to stay on, like yeah. that with their contracts. But they said it would actually have been more than that. Um, yeah. And they said that you know he was, I guess I can't remember if he said his grandpa or somebody you know, that he talked to was like, well, you know, how, how, yeah, his grandmother his was mother, like, you yeah. know, how much, how much money can you really spend or how much money do you even really need? You know, it's like, yeah. if, if, is it worth your happiness? And they even talked about how Brett, uh, reached out to him, yeah. reached out to them and said, you know, uh, he was, he was proud of them for standing up for what they wanted and not just taking, taking the money, you know, because it's easy just to take the money, but if you're going to be unhappy, like, is it, is it really worth it? Yeah, exactly. Um, which I, which I thought was really cool. And, you know, and I mean, that's, the the revival, you know, I mean, that a lot of people love them, a lot of people hate them. Um, they're not everybody's cup of tea, but they're really modeled after those tag teams like the Hart Foundation and yeah. the the British Bulldogs. You know, like the, the, those are the types of tag teams that like they um, are inspired by. They're not like these like high flying like young bucks style um, tag yeah. teams, and I and I feel like you know. That, that's kind of a lost art form. You know what I mean? I feel like nowadays, yeah. like tag tag teams, it's all about just being like the biggest spot fest, the, the highest flyer and, yeah. you know, Dash and Dawson or, you know, Cash and uh, whatever his Wheeler. name is, Dax, Wheeler, whatever, yeah. whatever they are now. <laughs> um, 
they're they're just those traditional like you know one one's a power guy one's one's a you know tactical guy one's a move guy it's it's i think it's um i, I enjoyed them i know they're not phil's cup of tea but i i really I love the revival I, I thought yeah. they were i thought they were one of the best tag teams in wwe and they just never really got a fair shake at you know i mean wwe they made they they said what they said the wwe does not prioritize tag team wrestling so it just like that com- the company is just not a spot for them you know yeah they're boring as shit uh so uh, go to go to AEW and uh let the fans turn on you there because uh they don't wrestle they were excellent at nxt come on they were great they're i I love the revival man they're like i love they they remind me of like i don't know just these are like the brain busters brain busters like tully and Arn and like just like that type of wrestling is just dead, like grinding, like mm-hmm. not not like flipping all over the place and like yeah, just all, like fists no flips, isn't that what it is? Yeah, yeah all all, fl- all fists no flips or yeah. Oh, and he said he could do that stuff too. He just chose not to. Like he was like when he was in the Indies, he was flipping around doing doing sentons and doing you know everything sunset flips and all that stuff. And he's he was just like I just I don't want to do it. That's yeah, not what I, I want to be known for. I want to be known for. Just hard nose wrestling, and that's that's a thing they say. Yeah, I respect the revival. A lot of people do. I mean, yeah, I can I can totally see them going to. I mean, we always say this, you know, when somebody leaves WWE, but I really do think they would be a good fit in in WWE or in AEW. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they'll have one of those matches where there's 500 near falls and everyone be. Good. I wish them the best, you know, you know, if it's uh, if you don't have a personality, but uh, I don't know. I just never I just never liked them. I just it just rubbed me the wrong way. Everything they've, you know, I don't, I don't know if everything that they all the rumors about them complaining was just, uh, you know, from the dirt sheets. It sounds like maybe it was, but uh, whatever, you know. Um, wish them the best. Um, Matt Cardona was on the busted open on busted open radio on XM radio. I didn't know that. Yeah. He did an interview and he basically talked about like, you know, all the WWE stuff and stuff like that. And, you know, the hardships and the good times and all that stuff. Talked about the, uh, WrestleMania where he won the, um, intercontinental title. He said that was like probably like the best like thing in his career there that actually happened and stuff like that. And, just say it was a really, it was a really good interview. Like that, got pretty personal and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely take it if you you can probably find it somewhere. I'm assuming if you don't have serious XM, but I'm assuming someone pirated it somewhere. You can listen to it. Yeah, it's a really good interview, and um, I like him. He's a good guy. He's I mean, I listen obviously listen to his show every week. So um, he's a broski dude. I mean, what do you yeah. expect? He's he was a fan that. Live his dream, and that's that's pretty much what the what what his word was. Like, hey, I did what I like. I set out to do, and there's no no hard feelings about it, essentially. So, yeah, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the podcast now that they, you know, have so much time to focus on it. I have a funny story about XM Radio. I have a friend who worked at uh, you know this was probably five six years ago. He worked at XM Sirius as like a producer, and he gave me his login to listen you know, for free. And my phone, I've, I've upgraded my phone probably once or twice, definitely at least once since then, maybe twice, to new iPhones, and I've updated the apps and whatever. This, yeah. this XM app has not signed me out of this dude's account, because I don't, I don't remember the password. 
I still <laughs> I still have signed into this account. Every time I I could listen to Howard Stern right now. I never really listen to XM. I just never think to. But um, so props to the people that invented that app. So uh, I don't have to log in every like two days like every other app that you try to go to. So. Uh, that's that's it for that. No, no, no plug for that. Uh, John Moxley in a new movie? What? Yeah, have you seen the? Uh, it's called the Cage Fighter. Oh, really? Worlds Collide or something like that. So it's basically it's it's AEW infused. So he's he's so he's the AEW World Champion, and it's like he ends up uh, fighting in MMA somehow. Like so, like some like some lady that's running an MMA promotion uh, wants him to fight like their best fighter or something like that. And it's, it's weird. He's, he's, he's the AEW champion of the movie, but he's not John Moxley. He's like a different name, which is kind of strange. Uh, there's a trailer off for it. I didn't put the link for it. Cause I didn't think anyone would care to watch the uh, trailer for it. Um, looks pretty good. Christians in it, which is kind of crazy. Peeps Christian. Um, as well as like Chuck Liddell and obviously a lot of other, uh, MMA guys in there. If you're familiar with like Luke Rockhold, he's in it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty decent. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch it because, like I said, I'm an action movie junkie, so <laughs> I'll probably end up watching it. If it if I have to pay for it, I'm not. If it's on free streaming services, and I'll definitely do it. But it looks pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, putting his foot in the uh, the in the Hollywood door. He's gonna join the ranks of the Rock and John Cena. John so, Cena, so. yeah. Uh, and the Miz. Yeah. yeah, the Miz. Actually, that's true. Yeah, the. Yeah. The A-lister. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of Oscar buzz for Cage Fighter Worlds Collide. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We will see. My girl Gina Gina Garshan is in it. I was yeah, yeah, her. yeah. I liked her oh, a lot man. back Gina in the day. So yeah, I mean, might, she's I might watch it for her. She's yeah. still there. She's still keeping it together. It's gonna we'll be see. cool when you're a wrestler and you can go into like you know just dabble in kind of acting like that you know it's probably like you know really cool to like just say you know you can go back when you're an old guy and say yeah i was in a movie you know how many people can yeah. ever say that look at edge he's a damn viking yeah yeah um yeah all right well let's get into our go figure segment this is sponsored in part by our good friends at ringside collectibles you can use uh code chick foley for 10 percent off of your order michael Lanham is going to yell at me for not playing the uh shane mcmahon music but uh <laughs> uh, my internet's being slow and i don't feel like looking it up so let's get into uh our weekly purchases before we get into some bits of news here uh do you guys have any weekly purchases let's start with uh sheen dog um weekly purchases did i buy anything this week that was wrestling related i bought a lot of shit this week but it was none of it was wrestling related uh yeah i don't know uh mike lanham oh i have some news well i know you guys already know but i don't know if the the, the foley fam out there in the Foley universe knows uh but the heel husband and i are starting to scratch that hasbro figure itch uh, it's it's oh been a long gosh. time coming. He's he's been dropping like the you know the Hinskies, and he's like you know uh, over the years like oh I would really love to have a Hasbro collection one day I'm gonna have a Hasbro collection you know what I mean, um and then it was he you know we got to chatting the other day, <clears throat> and obviously he's out to he's out to see but we were chatting via the interwebs and he hit me with this like question. Uh, it was like, you know, very serious. He's like, Hey, I got to ask you something. And I'm like, Oh, Whoa. Okay. Well, we're getting serious here. And he's like, what do you think about starting a Hasbro collection? <laughs> and so I, I mean, obviously I agree. I was like, sure. Whatever the hell you want to do, man. Like, let, let's go for it. And man, I don't know what we've gotten ourselves into because 
it's 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 a wild world out there. Hasbro's and retros. Did you guys ever have one like before? Like before? Oh kids, yeah, Heel has been Heel has been had like every Hasbro. I mean, he like, but they're all like played with and like beat all to hell. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like he he wants like a good a good collection. I mean, they can be loose. They don't have to be like the the action doesn't have to work. They don't, like the paint doesn't have to be perfect, but it can't be all like you know like jacked up. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's yeah we definitely had Hasbro's as a kid, and I mean he had tons of hasbro so yeah we'll have to go through his old collection and see what we can salvage but i'm pretty sure all of his are like like i said uh pretty pretty worn down yeah we uh we have to mention wrestlingtoytracker.com if you are getting into uh hasbro's or galoobs or ljn's or bendums or the retros uh it's a good website to uh track prices it kind of gives you a link you can click on each picture It'll tell you what they're going for on eBay, loose and mint on card. And uh, I am two away from completing my collection. And uh, I want to give a shout out to our buddy Figure Finder on Instagram. Sheeny, I told him about your uh, your Hasbro diving into the Hasbro thing. He told me to, to have you reach out to him. Um, oh, sweet! Yeah, he's uh, he's got some good stuff. And we we talked about a bunch of people on last week's episode. If you're uh, in quarantine trying to fill out your collection a bunch of good accounts so if you didn't listen to last week's episode go back and listen to that but um yeah the hasbros man they're my they're my favorite line of, of figures just be, i think it's mainly because of just the the, the feels i get from looking at them oh the, the nostalgia is insane with those yeah. figures and i they're, mean they're, they're, they're just beautiful too I mean, they're just like yeah little oh speaking of hasbros hold on i gotta pull up this guy did we talk about this guy's account last week i'm pretty sure that we did yeah, i, I we feel did. like I it's been... okay yeah. okay yeah so go back and listen to last week i was talking about aj custom figs i think is his name we yeah. talked about his his display and yeah uh, a dot jo- jones wwf customs uh Dude is got a sick ass retro or sorry a uh, hasbro collection and like display so yeah Marco, you were looking. So yeah, I th- I think our buddy Hastel. I've bought a bunch of uh, Hasbro's from him. Hopefully, he'll be into uh, selling some of those next week when he jumps into our Facebook group. Marco, you were looking to get. Uh, you were looking for a Has uh, retro ring this week, right? Are you still on the on the hunt for that, or did you purchase one? Uh, no, I didn't purchase one yet. I was just like trying to like trying to figure out where to like start, pretty much like what the groundwork's going to be because. And actually, like, try to find out what, like, the first figure I want to, like, actually go for. That's the other part of it, too. So it's, like, seems like it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of work. Like, I've been looking at, like, retros and looking at Hasbro's. And the retros are, like, pretty much becoming at the same price point as Hasbro's <laughs> right now, which is kind of I crazy. know. I, I can literally, <laughs> like, you know, kick, kick the heel husband's butt because I'm, like, dude, do you know how many retros yeah. I walked past, like, every oh, yeah. single all of us. my life like you know and it, we weren't collecting them we, I mean, we yeah. would get people on the group and stuff but like we weren't looking for ourselves i mean i literally passed up tons of retros oh, yeah, and yeah. now now i'm like oh my god yeah the rings too the rings are like a hundred dollars they could jump up to 200 now like some of the figures wow. are like up to 50 50 dollars it's like it's it's like it's like how do you where do you where do you start so like my idea what i want to do is just since I have a like I'm doing a warrior collection, by what I want to do is start buying the Hasbro's, the Warrior Hasbro. So like all the series, mm-hmm. that's where I want to start. So that's my starting point there. Then like spread out from there. So obviously start with series one, two, three, 
that type of thing. I've been seeing I've seen a, a couple on uh, on Edward Bay that are pretty good price points. It was one from Italy. I'm not sure how long it would. Are take you to get collecting? There. Are you collecting uh, MOC? Or are you going to go loosey goosey? No, I'll go loose. I don't. I don't okay. need MOC, uh, especially with Hasbro's. No. Yeah. <laughs> no loose. Loose has. I mean, pretty much loose anything right now. Like, like kind of like the evolution of the warrior. So, like, I have my LJN. Uh, do the Hasbro, that Jacks, and then Mattel, and all yeah. that. Stuff. So, I have like a pretty good like gamut of. Of the like the the run of the gamut for the warrior, so I see like the Hasbro and a few jacks, but yeah, I figured I'd just start with like the the warrior Hasbros to start off the collection and then spread off from there. Then probably do like the Hogan's and the Machos and you know yeah, no, those aren't too bad to buy. Those the the those were so well circulated. The the Hasbro Hogan's and Machos and Warriors are not yeah. not not the most expensive. Yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. start with that. Yeah, I remember like going into Ollie's like a year and year and a half ago, and they had the Retro Series Two, like the Mankind, uh, Kane and Rock and Sting ones, and they were like either three dollars or five dollars. And I bought a couple, but I should have just oh, wow. I should have just bought all of them, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> moron. Um, but uh, I have a couple of the Hasbro uh, of the the Mattel retro rings, but they're expensive as shit to ship. I mean, they cost like seventeen bucks to ship. Uh, yeah. But um, if you need one, I, yeah. I might uh, might ha- might be able to hook you up. Um, anything else, Sheena? I'm sorry, we I glanced at after you talked about Hasbro. Any, any other purchases? Um, over the no, month? yeah, no. Um, Mike Lanham is sending me some um, some Hasbro's. Uh, I, I, oh, honestly, nice. like I have to, yeah, I have to go back and look. But uh, yeah, he's hooking me up with some some of his duplicates. So you know, we're getting this we're getting this collection rolling. And I'm pretty sure I have some coming in the mail. Uh, the heel husband. I, I looked on our like UPS like delivery thing. Like I got e- I get emails like what's coming in the mail, and I'm pretty sure there's some some Hasbro's coming. I don't know what exactly they are, but um, I have a feeling they're that's what they are. Nice, Marco. Anything else from you? No, that's it. Now week's been pretty uh, dry. It's mainly just been trying to do some research on start the Hasbro collection. So, mm-hmm. Very nice. yeah, maybe uh, maybe next week. So I've been seeing and hearing people talk about some figures like really escalating in price with uh, you know everybody home with quarantine, people getting the stimulus checks. You know, figures are just going crazy. So I. I threw up my um, Buddy Murphy uh, Chase variant with the bl- with the black shorts up on eBay. Like you know, if someone if someone's gonna pay for this, I got no emotional connection to this figure. It doesn't fit mm-hmm. any of my collect. You know, it doesn't fit my uh, and you know any collection that I'm currently building. It's just a cool figure. So I was like, you know, if this sells, it sells. Whatever. I, I don't really care. I don't. It doesn't cost me anything to post something to eBay. Someone bought it for ninety five dollars. Yeah, a Buddy Murphy figure. A Buddy Murphy Elite MOC with black shorts, and I, I, I have never put something in the mail faster in my life. Um, so uh, that one is wow. Yeah, that one is. I guess it's become really hard to get. Um, but uh, I had no. I'm. I'm still. Who I'm, knew? Yeah. I mean, uh, I've been watching trends on uh, on eBay, and that that's for sure. But I, I'm I'm trying to save up for that one two three kid Hasbro, which has been going for you know, three, four, five hundred dollars. So I figured, you know, let me uh let me cut out some stuff and if I can if I can get a hundred bucks for a figure I don't really give uh two shits about, you know. So uh this yeah. is you know, if you have anything to sell right now, guys, if you're listening, uh it's a good a good time to do it because there's people with that stimulus check. People are just ready to spend some stupid money. Um 
Uh, so I did I did sell that. So that wasn't anything I bought, but it, hopefully I'll use that money to buy something. Uh, I found two. I was at Target, I think, for cat litter or something. I forget what it was for. I found two Macho King Royal Rumble Elites on the pegs. I guess they had probably just been sitting in the back because there was nothing else on the pegs. And I was able to uh, to hook up uh, our buddy Darius here, who local locally here. I was I hid that behind some uh, some ugly blankets in the uh, in the bedding section at, at Target. And the other one I sent out to our buddy Alan Kiaho, Kiohan, Kiohan. Oh my God! How long? How long has Alan been with us? I know. I've sent him like 500 figures so far. So. Oh my Alan, God! Sorry, Alan. Alan. Alan K. Yeah, I would just call him AK. AK. AK47. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to hook up a couple of fully fam- family members with those. Uh, this this uh, just today I got the uh, Macho Man Basic, the most recent Basic. I think that was from like ninety four or ninety five. That was from our good buddy J and J Company Figures. That's J and J C O Figures on Instagram. He is also in our uh, Patreon group, but he's uh, he sells figures uh, all the time on Twitter and, and Instagram. And uh, picked that up from him, Loose. And I got the uh, the Macho Man fan pack, adding to my Macho Man collection, which is uh, basically like a Macho Man DVD, a uh, a basic figure where he's wearing like kind of like the the black and white NWO pants, and a uh, a pair of Macho Man sunglasses in a box. I thought was pretty cool. I'm not uh, I'm not gonna get every single Macho Man figure, but I really like the you know, the Ninja Turtles Macho Man, the Masters of the Universe Macho Man. Like I want to get some cool like differently yeah pa- different packaged uh, like figures. yeah i got the funko uh i got a couple uh wcw figures i got this you got the pink sl- funko or the orange uh let's see which one do i have i got the orange with the uh the white stars on the hat yeah, yeah. Pro- probably the one that's not worth as much yeah um yeah. so but uh it's been a, it's been a fun collection you know i got the four hasbros i got the two retros i got a couple defining moments so uh that collection is growing uh pretty rapidly um other than that, you're gonna have you're gonna have to get the jacks like the Macho Man robe, like the entrance robe. Have you yeah. seen that? I know. I that was at Toys R Us when they were shutting down. It was like yeah, man, like ten fifteen. But I know you got the Ric Flair one. I got both. You got both? Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, dog. Oh yeah, I, I, I rock both. You know, yeah. I, I love me. A, I love me a good costume piece. Yeah, I need that when <laughs> I when I get out of bed in the morning, make a coffee, and like the Macho Man robe. That'd be pretty. Sick. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, what else? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this yard sale on Sunday. I wanted to go over with you guys what we want to have as, as kind of the rules. So anybody can post anything, but I think we said we were going to have everyone, like if you have like a ton of figures to post, you're going to put that on like a separate post on the page and, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll go all over this in our Facebook group. But, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm excited about it. And there's always like, it always seems to be something somebody's selling they don't want that, uh, I, I always need. So, uh. That's always always fun to do, and you can avoid having to pay like the eBay prices for and shipping and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I didn't purchase anything besides that. I'm really I th- I'm hoping these Elite seventy sixes from Ringside Collectibles start shipping to us pretty soon. We saw some some good images of those, and uh, mm-hmm. we, we saw both the Christians. I saw the Cena and the Braun Strowman and the heavy machinery figures. So uh, those look like they're coming pretty cool uh, pretty soon. Uh, the Lacey Evans looks pretty nice. So uh, hopefully that comes out. And I think people are starting to get the uh, basic 107s with the Bianca Belair 
And uh, people people are complaining on the internet, if you can believe it, which doesn't happen too Whoa, often. People yeah. complain on the internet? Yeah, about the Bianca Belair Basic being $21.99 on the Ringside Collectibles website, uh, Sheena. But uh, I just want to let those people know uh, that you don't have to buy it from Ringside Collectibles. You know, Just like you mm-hmm. don't have to go see a movie in the movie theater for $15 a ticket. You can wait yeah. for it three months or four months later to be on Redbox and rent it for a dollar fifty. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the, you're paying a premium to get it before everybody else, uh, and and you know, and that, and you're sure like the thing is is you're like for sure gonna get it. You're you're not for sure gonna get it when you go to twenty five WalMarts uh, and spend all your time you know hunting and pounding the pavement. You know what I mean? Especially during a pandemic when you shouldn't be out and about unless exactly. you need to anyway. You know what I mean? So. Yep. It's it, to me. It's worth the markup to know that I'm going to get it, that I'm going to have it, that you know it's going to. I'm not going to get a virus from it, you know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that that the peace of mind is worth it to me because I I, I 100% believe that that figure is going to be hard to find. Uh, I mean, I may I may eat my words and it may be like that Charlotte Flair style peg warmer, but I'm pretty sure that Bianca figure is going to be a hot ticket item once it starts hitting the shelves. Yeah, I just don't understand the people. I mean, it's, it's Ringside Collectibles is not your only option. I don't want to just support them because they sponsor our show. Uh, but, you know, that's not the only way you can get figures. You can wait for them to come out in the store and get them for $10. But like you said, is, is you know, the Walmart employee going to bash the hell out of the box? Are they? Yeah, uh, you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too, fam. You know what I mean? Are, like, are they, you... Yeah. you yeah, you can have it. You can have it early, and you can have it. You know, uh, you can have it for sure, or you can take chances out there, out there in the world. Like yeah, you know, it's, four it's or five dollars on things. gas uh, to to find it and, and all that. Well, kind not of four stuff. or five dollars these days. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, I, I filled up my whole truck for seventeen dollars the other day, and I was like, "What oh, wow. the hell? What world are we living in?" This is insane. I don't think I've ever just put seventeen dollars worth of gas in any vehicle that I've owned in the last freaking decade yeah you know? that has been pretty nice yeah uh, yeah can't complain about that so yeah i just wanted to address that uh option for people because uh people are complaining about that so you know it's just about supply and demand you know if you don't like it wait wait for it to show up in target or walmart and buy it there i think it's going to be a pretty just like the fiend figure the fiend figure was 24.99 whatever it was but i mean that's going to be hard as hell to get in stores yeah. and when will it get mm-hmm. in stores i mean we haven't seen exactly uh stores are not getting you know they're not prioritizing toys right now to come in you right know, i don't think it's even they're going to be in the summertime you know maybe, maybe some the- stores depending on the area that you're in some stores are marking off non-essential aisles did you know that yeah i've heard like, about that yeah. um like like certain walmarts and targets and stuff are like like bar- barricading off non-essential aisles like toys and um things that don't fall under that category so you know yeah you may not you may not get it in your area who freaking knows you know this is we're we're in unprecedented waters here so if you really want something um and you know it's worth the up. It's worth the upcharge. There you go. And you can always use our code, Chick Foley, ten percent off. Chick Foley, ten percent off. Yeah, and you can send Thanks a picture to us of your order, and you might win something from us. So, for sure. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, <laughs> that's uh, really all the news. I don't think we had too much. This is kind of a lull period right now, uh, as we get into the summertime. Maybe we'll see some releases around some uh, SummerSlam, but uh, you know, with everything going on, you have no idea what's going to happen. So. I did see some pictures of that that Wreck-It uh, ambulance. Some website, I think Entertainment Earth was selling that 
um, entertainmentearth.com a pre-order for that. And I went on the website. I was like, oh, this looks cool. I'm sure Nash would love this. And it was like 40 bucks, which I was like, oh, okay, I'll just wait. Uh, I don't need this right now. I'm going to wait for this to show up mm-hmm. at Target in like four or five months. They mm-hmm. they have, not to shit on any website that's not ringside, they have the Nia Jax Elite on pre-order on Entertainment Earth. That figure is like two years old. Yeah, <laughs> I was I, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, "What?" I had to like do a double take. Yeah, like, is this is this for real? So, um, ring ringside is the goat, the best place to go. WrestlingFigures.com. dot uh, com. Everybody knows it, even if you're not going to admit it. Um, it's the yeah. it's the it's the the go to shop for anything wrestling related. Uh, so check them out. Um, any other figure news before we move on, guys? I don't think I have any. Uh, no, I'm I think I'm good to go. All right, Quarantine and Chill, one of our newest segments here, uh, brought to you in part by Nobody Yet. We still don't have a sponsor for this segment, so if uh, if you are Jeff Bezos or uh, whoever owns Netflix and you want to uh, uh, sponsor us with your streaming service, feel free to uh, hit up our inbox. Um, I thought this was our homage spot right here, Quarantine and Chill. Oh, we quarantine, can do that. Quarantine, yeah, Quarantine Chill in your comfiest right, T-shirt, you know what I mean? Boom, yeah. All right, cool. It's done. We, it's it's set now. Homage is our new sponsor for uh, Quarantine and Chill. Use code CHICK for 20% off of your order. I've gotten word from everyone uh, that I respect their opinions on. These are the best shirts of all time. And uh, they, they, do, they do have some amazing designs, too. So, uh, Marco. Yeah, uh, and they do, like se- they do like seasonal designs and stuff, too. So, yeah, like he said, even if you're not into WWE, this, this stuff is so cute. Yeah, we, don't, we don't associate with anybody who uh, does not make, you know... Obviously, Ringside, Chalkline, Homage, these websites are ones that we use already that we have, have used before, and we verify them with the Chick-fil-A seal of approval. So uh, they're not oh, really yeah. fly-by-night uh, yep. people here. But let's uh, what's, what, give me some quarantine and chill options for the listeners. I have, I have, uh, did we, have we talked about The Last Dance, the uh, Michael Jordan documentary, like a miniseries? No, we haven't actually. We have yeah, not, that's yeah. it's on it's on it's on Netflix. I have not started it yet, but it's definitely on my list. I might wait till uh, the heel husband gets home because that it's definitely a a thing that I feel like him and I would enjoy together. Um, but I've heard nothing but great things um, about the this little mini series that they're doing about it's like the particular it's like a ninety seven ninety eight Chicago Bulls season so. Uh, I think it, that is a, a really good recommendation. Again, I can't speak for it because I haven't seen it myself, but uh, word on the street is it's really good. Have you seen it, Marco? Yeah, they. I mean, it's it's basically his. Uh, I mean, they they do talk about that, but they also talk about like his earlier yeah career it, stuff. It's like so each, good, dude. It is. Yeah, each so episode. Good. Yeah, it's kind of like um, each episode they go they do a certain topic. Mm-hmm. Um, about his career like the last episode was about like the gambling and all that stuff mm. um, before that it was about like they did with, like tony ku coach and like how he came into the fold of the bulls and stuff like that and they did one with like isaiah thomas and the usa team and why he wasn't is it not ku is it ku coach i say ku coach it's ku coach oh. i always thought it was Kukoc. yeah it's ku coach it's not ku coach oh. did you think it was ku coach I, I thought it was like <laughs> like like no not Ka- i thought it was ku like, like with the C, yeah. No, Ku Coach, Coach. Ku Coach. We keep, yeah, we keep it, we keep it uh, PG around here, not cock. <laughs> you don't say Ku Cock. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a really good doctor. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Michael Ford, Michael Jordan fan. I actually have like, I have a bunch of like 
trading cards. I'm not sure if they're worth anything, but like literally when I was like in middle school, which was when he was like huge, like I literally have like rookie cards and like pretty much his whole. I think it's the whole gamut of his career, pretty much. We literally, when we moved from when we moved from Hawaii to Virginia, um, it had been out in our garage forever, but the heel husband finally got rid of. He had huge binders full of like basketball cards, uh, yeah, tons, tons of which, yeah, were uh, you know Michael Jordan cards. But yeah, it's it's pretty fun. We looked through to make sure there was nothing like super rare that we were like you know just throwing away yeah. like tre- treasures or something like that. But uh, yeah, we finally were just like, how long are we going to carry these these basketball? cards around you know what i mean so we we finally ditched them but um you know we, we donated yeah. them we didn't like throw them in the trash but yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty funny he had a pretty massive collection yeah the uh just like the uh, just like the michael jordan has the last dance you have the undertaker the last ride which is uh starts this sunday i'm assuming mm. after nice Money transition. The bank. yeah they had <laughs> thank you uh they had that uh preview that they did after wrestlemania uh, the second WrestleMania, which is real. I, I was like, I wish they just like put all the episodes up that night because I would have watched probably that whole thing all night long. I probably wouldn't even went to yeah. bed because he's obviously you never seen Undertaker like like being a human being. If, yeah, when you see him and you see him speak and like you're just like, oh my god, this guy's so so interesting. He's just like he's even more like obviously he's like like mythological as the Undertaker, but now like he's actually like speaking and stuff like that. You're like. He's even more of like a he's a Michael Jordan of wrestling. We'll say How about that. We'll give him okay. that moniker. Okay. Um, I agree with that assessment. Yeah, I mean he's had the undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Like, I mean he's beaten them all. He's been in the ring with everybody. Yeah, like, I don't think there's like a new like even in this current generation he's been in the ring with Roman Reigns and like Brock Lesnar and all the like Seth Rollins. Yes, no, I don't even. Has he been in the ring with Seth Rollins at all? No, they haven't. They've not. They haven't ever faced off. Head did to they? Head. Did they put him through a table? Did they do the triple power bomb to Undertaker, or was it Kane? They did it too. Kane. They've definitely done it to Kane. Was it a Kane? Okay, right. Yeah, they've definitely done okay. it to Kane. But I don't know. I don't. I do not remember if that happened. If that happened, please add us. But um, I have not. I don't remember them doing that to Undertaker. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's a. That's something I'm looking forward to watch. Um, that um any i mean i haven't been watching anything like recent i've been trying to think of things for other people to watch if they haven't yet so like mm-hmm. i would probably definitely say the wire if you haven't watched the wire at all now's a good time it was an hbo show probably one of the best shows they've ever done besides like the sopranos um and the sopranos if you haven't seen the sopranos at all definitely jump into that oh god that's free right now on hbo right in the yeah sopranos? You don't yep, even have to free. have a, you don't even have to HBO subscription. You can watch Sopranos for free. So if you've never seen it, like yeah. I'm so jealous of you because you're in for just like the ride of your life, like some yes. of the best the best TV that you'll ever ever watch. James Gandolfini, R.I.P. One yeah. of the best one of the best actors at that at that point in time was. Oh yeah, just, just amazing, just unbelievable. Um, other than that, uh, I'll probably say Westworld, but. I feel some people oh, are like, "Oh, you need to, you need to have a degree to watch Westworld," which is that's me. I, that's, I, my, that's my voice. It, yeah, that's that me. me. Listen, yeah, I'm you know, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, it was way over my right? head. Yeah, I, I, the first season, much. and it wasn't even like it was so complicated. Like the first season, I watched and I enjoyed it, but like I didn't have any feelings for any of those people because I like they're I'm like they're robots. Like that, I don't have, I don't know. But like, are the, they robots? The, 
I, well, I don't know because uh, it, it was too confusing. The only robot that I've ever really fell in love with is Wally, and like you know, other than that, those people had no like I just had no emotional connection with those. Yeah. people. actually, actually Johnny Five. I take that back. Johnny Five. Oh, Johnny Five. Short yeah. circuit, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, Westworld. I, I, I'm a sci-fi. Not only am I a action junkie, but I am also a sci-fi junkie. So I do love sci-fi movies and shows so um definitely westworld if you're into that type of stuff if you like the matrix and you like to be confused by everything and try to figure stuff out definitely westworld is a is a good one but uh that's it for me what do you got phil uh i do want to give a shout out to one of our uh facebook members our fully family members martin mandela morrow he actually has a comedy album out i downloaded it what uh yeah 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 he's a comedian he's uh based down in la and uh, okay. it's pretty, pretty, right. pretty funny, man. It's like five bucks. It was a good like hour hour show, and uh, uh, it was on iTunes, so you don't have to go anywhere weird to download it. So uh, thank you, Martin. It was uh, made my drive around town uh, tolerable this week. Um, I did want to talk about a post that you put onto the Facebook page, Marco, where you, one of those you can only pick three type things. It was nine movies. And, oh uh, yeah, the comedy what, one. Yeah, that was a yeah. huge controversy on that yeah, one. Yeah, it was. I just want to make sure all three <laughs> of you have seen, um, at least I know you've probably seen them, Marco. But Sheena, have you seen all these movies? So it was Super Bad, Caddyshack, Anchorman. Yep. You okay. in so far, Sheena? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Bridesmaids, Step Brothers, Billy Madison. Yep. Yep. Forty Old Virgin, Twenty One Jump yep. Street, and Coming mm-hmm. to America. Yep. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh. All of them. People sleep. People sleep on Twenty One Jump Street. That's a that's a funny as hell movie. It was. It, it, it's funny. It's not as funny as Superbad no, and no, no, Forty no. Year Old Virgin no. and Coming yeah, yeah. to America. No. Like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Billy it, Madison, it, even. Yeah, it, it's definitely at the bottom of that total yep, pole for sure. It's it's rewatchable though because it's newer, so it like you know the jokes aren't as like played yeah. out. But yeah, I agree with you there. Um, oh, get, dude, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know. When you go back and watch Forty Year Old Virgin, now there's some parts that make you kind of go like, "Ew, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that would," <laughs> you know, like that would definitely not get over in 2020. You know, <laughs> same, same with Superbad. Some of like the the jokes and like the like crass moments, you're like, "Oh god!" Like you know, you kind of feel a little bit uncomfortable. Whereas like in 2002 or whenever the hell this stuff came out, you know, I can't I can't even remember. You're just like, "Oh, you, you're laughing," and now you feel bad for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, only uh, yeah. I went after a forty-year-old virgin. Like, I love that movie only because I worked at Best Buy, and they worked at like a electronics store, and like <laughs> literally everything they they did there, like, like I, I remember us like watching that movie, going back the next day at work, and just like, oh my god, it's so accurate. Like, literally everything they did there was like pretty much to the T. Like, that's hilarious. When, it's when one Paul of Rudd, my favorite. Yeah. It's one of my favorite freaking yeah. spot on movies. And listen, let me just say, I'm a, I'm a woman, so I can say this. But like everything in his life was going just fine. Like he was a happy, he was happy as a clam until he introduced women into his life, and yeah. then, yep. then yeah. shit yeah. just yeah, then shit just hit the fan. He was happy living with his action figures and his video <laughs> games and his bottle of lotion. I mean, he was he was completely he was completely satisfied, uh, and yeah, then all of a sudden he. he got introduced to women, and oh, it just all came undialed <sighs> for him. Uh, so I do have one recommendation. I don't even know if I recommended this movie, but I mean, I think I think everyone needs to see it. If you want, maybe one of the most depressing movies that you've ever seen in your life. Jeez. Oh, yeah, uh, I love those. This is uh, sometimes you need a good like drama, like a crying drama. So this is this this is a ninety six 
percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I mean, people people seem to like this movie. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I say it now. Um, <laughs> Manchester by the Sea is now streaming on uh, Prime Video, and um, it is super depressing. But it did get uh, the lead actor, the Academy Award for Best Actor. I think it's Casey Aff- Affleck is the uh, the guy in it. But yeah, it is a probably just you know you're just gonna watch it, and you're never gonna want to ever hear about this movie again. But um, if you need something to watch, I mean, it literally is just like there's nothing funny. There's no jokes. It's just like, you know, from beginning to end, just a serious. This is a terrible sad. recommendation. What well, do you I mean, think? So, sometimes you need you can't have like comedies all day. You have to have like, first a, of all, first of all, makes life, you cry a little bit. Life right now is a crying drama. OK, like we're, we are living in the midst of a, a, a horrible yeah drama that makes us all like depressed the last thing we need to do is like you know form some sort of like depression matrix where we just like (laughs) completely you know just dive in head first well on the other side of the coin what if this guy's life is better is worse than yours then you're like oh shit at least i'm not like that guy in that movie like i'm just like stuck in my house and what if what if you're you're telling all these people how horrible this movie is and they're like oh man my life is my life is actually worse than this guy it's not horrible it's just it's just a sad like it's just not an uplift it's not like pursuit of happiness well, or anything. It's just yeah. Like, while you're at it, just go watch Old Yeller. Go watch. That's a good um, movie. Hey, you know, like you know, sometimes you need to watch like, Milo and Otis if you want to as well. What movie did I cry yeah. in, uh, recently? <laughs> oh, um, Onward. Yeah. Onward. Yeah. Onward. yeah. People have been watching that. Yeah. What's the What's the Julia Roberts movie where she's got uh, diabetes? Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty, no, Jesus, no, not <laughs> Pretty Woman. <laughs> uh, Still Magnolias. Yeah. Go watch Still Magnolias. Go watch Old Yeller. Go watch One okay. If by the Sea or whatever the hell this thing is Phil is recommending to you people oh oh i do have another one dead to me comes on uh season two tomorrow season two yeah Yeah, tomorrow and then also the new show space force which is by the guys that made uh the office and stars steve carell finally got a trailer and that is dropping on may 29th so in a couple weeks Uh, uh yeah some good stuff there so yeah a lot of a lot of stuff to watch and, uh, you know, in our Facebook group, we do some cool watch-alongs, and uh, sometimes I'll just find a a link in Facebook that I have, like, a complete match to, like, a WWE match, and I'll just hit the watch. There's, like, a cool watch button. We can all just watch together and, like, comment, have a little chat uh, little chat box. So uh, that that's something we do, too, with little wrestling matches. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's I know it's tough for people that aren't working right now. At least I can get out of the house. I actually enjoy, like, getting out of the house and, like, going to, to work now. So that's... Uh, I said, we'd have to talk about, I guess Marco didn't watch it. Well, Marco did watch it. He's uh, uh, running to the bathroom really quickly. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring, maybe one of the craziest episodes uh, I've ever seen. Sheena, you have to go and watch this this weekend. Yeah, it is on my it is on my weekend watch list for sure. I got to get caught up. Um, my my mother in law, who's been self isolating for like the last six weeks, uh, she's been off work and everything. Uh, she came out here to like offer me a, you know, lend me a hand with the kids and you know just come visit them and stuff. So uh, it's been it's been really nice. She got here tonight, so I'm gonna actually get to sit down and like watch some things. Uh, in peace and actually be able to focus on them. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. You know, it's the little things. Yeah, you tell Mrs. Phelps, I said, hi, I've seen, uh, I've seen you and Seth post photos of her. She's a, she's a very attractive older lady. So, uh, well, first of all, you don't call women older ladies. Second of all, I will give her your compliment. Okay. Third of all, she, yeah, she, she's, 
she's a pretty pretty good looking little yeah. mom you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, no complaints but yeah it's a crazy episode uh it's about herb a- uh, abrams who started the uwf which i had never the best episodes of of dark side of the ring is when i don't know anything about the subject matter at all and this was like in like 92 93 started to try to start a uh wrestling promotion to compete against wwf and um he just did a ton of cocaine and uh banged hookers instead of paying the wrestlers wow um and uh it goes down from there but uh yeah pretty pretty crazy story definitely check it out um into our random merch of the week and this is a uh this is a good one because this is a guy who uh, we talked about earlier is just now joining uh the foley family the mad reaper Right, is a custom Owen Hart collection that he posted, right, Sheena? Oh yeah. So sorry, sorry I thought you. Were, I thought you. Were, I thought you were talking to Marco. My B. No, he's, he's, um, he's gone. Yeah, we're dropping like flies here. We keep like. Oh, we keep, yeah, keep, we keep coming in and out. Jesus, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So last last year, I can't remember exactly when it was. Uh, the Mad Reaper and Showstopper Customs put out these um, Owen Hart customs. So obviously, we know we're not getting a Mattel. Owen Hart anytime in the near future. Um, but freaking uh, Showstopper and Mad Reaper came together. Showstopper made the the bodies, like did all the paint work and everything. And then Mad Reaper uh, molded all the heads, like hand molded all of the, the head sculpts. And they put together a series of uh, Owen Hart figures. And they're so freaking dope. He's putting, a, he's putting together a part two this summer. He, he, lists everything on ebay so if you're ever wanting anything from mad reaper um he does do some commissions but he just does them you know on a case-by-case basis depending on what he's got going on he's not open for commissions like all the time i don't think uh, i think he does it more as like a, a passion project and a hobby and i think he doesn't want to get like bogged down um with commissions and where it becomes like a, a chore because he also has like a reg a regular old full-time job you know like like the rest of us so yeah, we actually bid on the blue blazer one. Like that's the one that we wanted for our collection was the Owen blue blazer because we do have a, a custom Owen already that we love, but we needed that blue blazer figure, and it just got it got a little too rich for my blood. Um, but I'm hoping one day to get my hands, maybe this summer, to get our hands on a, a blue blazer Owen. But yeah, if you haven't seen them, he actually just posted a picture of them because it's Owen Hart's birthday today. Uh, he would have been 55 years old, so he posted a wow. picture of all of the Owen figures that, that him and showstopper customs made on, on his Instagram feed. So definitely go check those out. Isn't that crazy? He would have only been 55 years old. I mean, the undertaker is, is what he's 50, he's 55 as well. So he, he legitimately could still be wrestling right now. Yeah, it's, that's what I, I told Mike Lanham uh, earlier in our chat. I was, we were talking about Owen Hart and I, you know, it just, it was a very striking, you know I mean? I said, think about how long Owen has been gone and the fact that he would have only been 55 today, you know, like it's, it's unthinkable. Cause I, you know, as a kid, when you think of somebody that's like in their thirties, I mean, he was like early thirties, right? Like how old was he? 32, 33 yeah, when he passed away. Been, yeah, something like that. yeah. So it's just like, um, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, he's, he was 30, you know, but now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, oh, my God, he was so young. You know, it's just yeah. it's so eye opening as an adult how how young he actually was and the like the actual the the scope of the tragedy that was his was his death. So pretty freaking crazy. Uh, but yeah, check out check out those figures, and uh, we'll get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. This is sponsored by our buddies over at Pro Wrestling Tees, so make sure you check out the Chick Fil A shop because we have some really super dope 
new designs in there that our friend Nick over at Extra Cooler made us. So um, check those out. Support the show. This is Money in the Bank ladder match from WrestleMania 24. Phil, what do you have on this uh this match. Do you remember this match? This match is like, you know, I don't think I, I don't have any, this is Marco's. Oh, is Marco calling back in? Marco's back in. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this was, was this the first one? I think this might've been the first. I was going to say, I think this was the first money in the bank because it was at Wrestle at WrestleMania. And that's the only money in the bank that I remember being at WrestleMania. Yeah, correct. It was with Christian. Yeah, it was, it was with Christian, no, Christian, Shelton, Benjamin, Swagger, McIntyre. Oh my God. A lot of people. Kane, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy, MVP, Dolph Ziggler, and Evan Bourne. What the hell? Am I reading this right, Marco? Or is that wrestling? No, you're actually no. That's twenty. You're actually reading the yeah. You're reading the first one. This is the this is the uh, one with uh, I believe it was WrestleMania twenty four, and it was the. I hate when people make these fake these fake flyers on like you know when yeah it's like you know like a dream match Uh or something yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was Chris uh, Chris Jericho, um, CM Punk, John Morrison, Mr. Kennedy, uh, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. Okay. And uh, spoiler alert: M- uh, CM Punk wins, and then he cashes in on uh, Edge. I believe the next night on Raw. Um, he only had a fifty-fifty chance, and he ca- he capitalized. Yeah, um, I picked this one because it was like the most at the time. It was like the most action-packed out of all of them. They only had fifteen minutes. Uh, it was 15 minutes and 12 seconds the whole match, but it was just the whole match, like from beginning to end, to end. There was no slow points. Like if you watch any of the Money in the Bank pay per view ladder matches that happen, they're like 27, almost 30 minutes long. But there's like a lull in it. This one was just like action packed from top to bottom. Um, definitely go. You, you get all the high flyers, and you have like John Morrison, you have Mr. Kennedy, you have MVP at the time, Sheldon Benjamin. Stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely yeah. check that out. And, remember, and it fits in the uh, theme. Yeah. Benjamin had some uh, badass um, spots in this match that he was kind of his coming out party. And like you said, CM Punk wins it. So, uh, yeah, surprising 15 minutes. That's pretty short for a uh, Money in the Bank. Money match. in the Bank, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I like the fact that Kane, won in, the, in the pre-show, Kane won a uh, battle royal to become the number one contender to the ECW, ECW championship. And then won the title later in the, in the night in 11 seconds from Chavo Guerrero. You know, probably the highlight of his career to wear, win that ECW championship, man. They were really pushing that thing. Um, <laughs> this was the night we saw Shawn Michaels versus uh, Ric Flair. was probably the biggest match from this. And then the Randy Orton, John Cena, Triple H, Triple Threat. And uh, a really good Undertaker match uh, against Edge in the uh, in the main event here. So uh, pretty good WrestleMania from Orlando. I think it's Orlando, right? Yeah. Uh, good stuff, man. Yeah. Good, good pick. Good pick. Um, so uh, make sure to hit us up if you have a retro wrestling recommendation uh, that you enjoy that kind of fits whatever theme we're in. Like we're right now, we're in this Money in the Bank time period right here. So uh, hit us up. We want to hear from you. And uh, if you need to shoot us an email with uh, questions, concerns, comments, it's ask at chickfoleyshow.com. Give us a nice five-star review on iTunes if you can. That helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. It takes a couple seconds to do that. And uh, we talked about chickfoleyshow.com. Best way to support us is to go there. A dollar gets you into our Facebook group and all the cool stuff we mentioned. Uh, Five dollars gets you all of our bonus episodes 
Myself, Marco, and Mike are revisiting every single episode of Monday Night Raw from 1996 uh, every week, and we're going back and doing that. And then me and Mike are doing a uh, fig fed for our Hasbro figures, which has been fun. Uh, so a lot of good extra episodes uh, on there. I got an interview with Conrad Thompson that I posted earlier this week. What did you guys think of that? I, I, I really, I mean, I'm a Conrad fan anyway, so I was definitely going to listen to it. That was really good. Um, you got you got right to the point with all your questions and stuff like that, too, which is um, yeah, actually got my question in there, which is pretty awesome. I, I did, was like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's like I said, it's just get that type of like figure, like in that's in the podcast community right now, is, is pretty awesome. Huge, just like, yeah, yeah, just like. Just like we're just crossing cross pollination, as you like to say, with, yeah. with the Chick Fil A show and the uh, <laughs> the Podfather, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty. Fun. Yeah, I think it. I think it's it was super cool. I mean, I just were you like I I know I would have been nervous. I like get super like um you know celebrity. What's it called? Uh, like starstruck. Even yeah. though like even even people are like you know total like C and D list celebrities. I get totally like starstruck. Um, so I would have been like, oh my god, Conrad. You know, I would have been totally fangirling out talking to him. Um, but how did you feel? Were you nervous at all? Uh, a little bit, just because I wanted to make sure I got everything in. I know his time was kind of precious, so I, did, you know, we did it on the weekend uh, in between some stuff. So I had, you know, I had a bunch of questions. I, I after the fact, I was like, oh, I wanted to ask him about his collection and his yeah. like, flare robes and all that stuff. But I'm sure, you know, I've I've interviewed him once before on my old podcast uh, when he was coming to town to do a show with uh, Bruce Pritchard. So maybe you know he's pretty. Uh, it's hard to get him uh, nailed down in the DMs, but once we get some time carved out, he's pretty good. He remembered talking to me before, so. Uh, you know oh that's cool. awesome so, yeah. yeah maybe next time we get him we get him um nailed down i'll be able to to be on the line too because that, yeah. that would have been super super cool but yeah given the situation yeah. right now it's just it's hard to coordinate and get all that shit and i want to get it knocked out so i'm so super stoked you got that done uh i didn't mention i hate to bring up some more things that we're offering our patreon subscribers but uh one of the cool things we do is on uh pay-per-views during pay-per-views uh we jump into discord it's like a chat app a messaging app and uh we can all kind of go back and forth there during that so if you are a patreon subscriber make sure you download the uh patreon uh, the uh, discord app and we can chat there during the money in the bank pay-per-view on sunday next week we'll recap that pay-per-view as we get closer to double or nothing we'll do uh, a preview hopefully we'll have a couple more matches for that and uh, hopefully we'll be closer and closer to ending this quarantine uh, BS and getting on with normal life. Um, but uh, what do you guys? You guys have any good Mother's Day plans? I got some cool stuff uh, set up for my wife. Um, no, the heel husband. He actually he got the call. Um, this I mean I don't remember what day it was. I think it was maybe like Friday. I don't know. Anyway, he called or Monday. Who knows? Um, but he was just like, you know, what do you, he's like, what do you want for mother's day? Is there anything you had your, you know, had your eye on? And I'm like, no, not really. You know, and he's like, well, just get whatever you want. I'm like, yes, yes. You know, <laughs> he's like, you know, if I was there, obviously I would like, you know, we would do something awesome. Well, I guess we couldn't do anything awesome now anyway, because, yeah. uh, freaking, you know, the situation, but yeah, he gave me the green light. I don't really have anything on my radar though. I don't really have anything that I want or need, but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep these children that i made i guess that's what i get for mother's day there you go that's all you can do yeah. i uh i decided i'm going to uh in the afternoon sneak out and uh, get my wife kind of a buffet of all of her favorite stuff so i'm gonna go get her a uh a five guys cheeseburger some sushi 
Uh, she likes these spring rolls from a place locally, and uh, what was the other thing? Uh, like a pizza. I just make I mean, this makes her sound like a huge like monster that she eats. She's not gonna eat all this food by herself, but I think like a like a like a just a, a smorgasbord. Yeah, like a fig fig wife buffet of like all her favorite stuff. I can get, get her some like uh, some little little dessert action, some candy, and just have it all laid out, and you know watch a movie or something because uh we can't really go anywhere love it then you have then you have leftovers all weekend it's like it's like a win-win you know what i mean yeah yeah what about you mark love that love that idea uh nothing much probably just do like a just like a like a dinner and a movie type of thing probably just cook some dinner and you know just hang out with the kids and stuff like that and try to take the time that we have together and try to make like a like a little personal time so nothing too extravagant very nice. Uh, yeah. Guys, uh, be sure to reach out to your moms and tell them what they mean to you. Uh, if you are if you have little kids, treat your wife right. Make sure you do something nice. And uh, we will meet back here next week to uh, recap Money in the Bank. For Marco and Sheena, this is Phil. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome, awesome. I don't necessarily need to be here for this. I'm gonna keep the headphones up. Motherfucker, I'm awesome. No, you're not, dude. Don't lie. I'm awesome. I'm driving around in my mom's ride. I'm awesome. A quarter of my life gone by, and I met all my friends online. Motherfucker, I'm awesome. I will run away from a brawl. I'm awesome. There's no voicemail, nobody calls. I'm awesome. I can't afford to buy eight balls, and I talk to myself on my Facebook wall. You know my pants sag low, even though that went out of style like ten years ago. Swagger of a cripple. I got little biceps getting fatter in the middle. And lyrically, I'm not the best. Physically, the opposite of Randy Moss. And yet, so preposterous. Feel the awesomeness, the most obnoxious. Guy.